Hi, everybody. Hey. What up, yo? What's up, homie? I'm living. There's some bandits in this house. With There's rage. Some bandits in this house. Some bandits in this house. Sing the lyrics. No, I'm not doing that. Certified geeks. Seven days a week. I'm not doing this. <laughs> My shit we, we agreed on this. <laughs> Did we? Actually, no. Make our plug game weak. <laughs> you know what time it is, jerks. Yeah, time to punch in, guys. It's the night shift. Even though it's three o'clock in the afternoon. Anyway. <laughs> Don't ruin it. What? I could ruin this. Wow. Just break the fourth wall, why don't you? Of course. We Deadpool do it do. all the time. Deadpool isn't real. How do you know? How do you not know? How do you know? Oh, God. I have my ways. Me too. Okay. Why don't we introduce ourselves? Okay. Yo, I'm your host. What fuck? Welcome to the Night Shift Bandits podcast. I am your lovely host, the amazing Zach. That intro was not amazing, Zach. It was great. <laughs> hey there, folks. Uh, Brad, Brad, the cool guy, is here again today, tonight, us today, this morning, yesterday morning. I'm always here. Yeah, he doesn't leave. It's a problem. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thomas here. We're here to entertain you today during this night shift. Three o'clock in the afternoon. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's literally three o'clock in the afternoon. Why do you? Why are you so adamant about this right now? <laughs> because we're going to be the nicest fans. We need to start at nine o'clock. I mean, uh-huh. so you're you working. See, it's just the sure. three of us today. <laughs> Our usual guests are indisposed at the moment. Indeed, they're on ninja well bandit missions. It's bandit bandit bandit. missions. Yeah, what did we need a shower door for again? So we could take a shower. With a door? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I've never done that. You know, it was like, hey, baby, yeah. I'm going to take the shower door in the shower. I've showered with plenty of doors before. Yeah, exactly. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock it until you try it. Yeah. So, in other news, <laughs> Nintendo is officially putting hentai games on the market. Wait, why? Um, excuse me, what? Oh yeah, I read some article before uh, coming in and about uh, apparently uh, Nintendo, the Nintendo Switch will have uncensored games. Yeah, they did oh. do a direct today. Also, they did do a direct, but I, I didn't really pay too much attention to it. Well, also, it's No More Heroes. Yeah, I saw No More Heroes. Like, and I saw... This one dude with PS4 in him says we have 4K, and then another dude with the Switch logo in him saying we have them titties. <laughs> Great. Yeah, that's that's classy. I mean, Fair. PlayStation wouldn't have that because they censor it. Nope. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Shoutouts to a lady from Double May Cry 5. And that god ray that just hot hit her butt. I, I haven't played it, so I don't know. Oh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> one of the earlier indications that Sony was actually censoring games, I'm talking M-rated games, mm-hmm. games that aren't for kids, was that in Devil May Cry 5, um, on the Xbox version, there was, well, in the game itself, there's actually a scene where um, Lady, you pretty much free Lady from a demon, but she's naked. Yeah, okay. And she's in her cloak and talking to uh, Nico. And um, for whatever reason, I forget why, she takes off her cloak and she's just straight up naked. Like, you don't see her butt, though. But in the Xbox version, obviously, you see the whole butt. In the PlayStation version, 
they hide it with like a god ray. So like you see her, the upper part of her body and the lower part of her body, but not the butt. That's it's shiny. A bit ridiculous. That's, that's, that's yeah. That, 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 that happened with Sony. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. and like, so that, Sony is the 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 whole console that you know started with Bayonetta, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's right. Well, everything started had Bayonetta. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Every, yeah. So every everyone had Bayonetta, and I remember playing it on PlayStation, yeah. and I didn't see anything too censored from what I remember. But well, I also didn't play any of the other versions. Well, Bayonetta never really showed any. She showed skin, but she never really showed like yeah, never body. really. Got yeah, that's true. Hardcore naked with Bayonetta, right? Yeah. Even when she uses like her spells, that uses pretty much it's her more hair. of a burlesque type of thing. Yeah, yeah it's never definitely. Even like that shoe she wears when she uses her spells. Yeah. It's like she still has something on. Yeah. So even okay. if you want to see something, you couldn't. There's okay. barely anything there, but it's still there. Yeah. All right. But yeah. But um. So yeah, that happened. Um, <laughs> among other things. Uh huh. Oh yeah. There's some doors in this house. Why? I told you I've been thinking about this song for the last. Okay, for context, everybody, I've been thinking about the song "Walk" from Cardi B and my wife Mae the Stallion because she's amazing. Um, for like the last three weeks, I've been downloading every remix. Shout out to the Hamilton remix. Um, <laughs> oh, God, only feels here. <laughs> Fucking Hamilton. Of course, you gotta mix Hamilton with "Walk," which is great. Shut up. No, if you, no, but for real. No, no for you. Real. The people who did this will probably think otherwise. But no, let me say this one thing for the Hamilton lovers out there. There's actually, and they'll laugh at this, there's actually a remix with the, uh, I think the song is called Say No to This, where Hamilton is about to cheat on his wife with this girl named Maria. Mm-hmm. Of course, obviously in the play, it's like an official song or whatnot. But they replace her parts with the parts from WAP. So it's come to be hilarious. So seek out that remix if you guys can. It's funny as hell. Alright. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Um I mean she makes it hard for Hamilton to say no to What this. was I talking about? Hamilton. That that wasn't it at all. You, you, just, you brought up Hamilton. And WAP. And WAP. <sighs> Certified key. So <laughs> <laughs> lately, Make that pullout game weak. Lately, a lot I've been revisiting uh, once again. I've probably touched on this before, but just how awesome anime was in the '80s compared to what it is now. Yeah, Ridoid and Samurai Troopers. What? Running Warriors. Oh yeah, Ronin Samurai Warriors. Pizza Cats. <laughs> also, yeah, <laughs> that was probably nineties. But look, it, it was early nineties. I think 90s. it was late eighties, early nineties. Early late eighties. Uh, but just like you know, I was watching some of that retro stuff. Angel Cop, Angel okay. Police, Bubblegum Crisis, OVAs. Have you ever seen Project Echo? That sounds familiar, but I haven't seen it. I think it's a movie series, actually. But I've only seen the first one in the film. Yeah, but um, or in the series. And then I read, and as I'm watching all this stuff, I come across an article that once again talks about the delay of Cyberpunk 2077. Oh yeah, again. It's funny. Boss Logic actually made a joke. He was like, 
Guys, be calm down. The actual date was in the title. <laughs> <laughs> I am so yeah. glad I'm not waiting for this game, though. Look, I'm, I'm waiting. I, I feel the same pain that you all have felt. I'm waiting. You know, I felt that. I'm waiting okay. for the game, but the thing is, I'm one of the ones who waited since the beginning, and Lord knows, like, that very first trailer that came out, there's, like, still image of the girl with the things coming out of her arms. Mm-hmm. How long ago was that, Brian? Was that like, I was almost, just about to ask that. Almost, if we're talking about the initial cinematic trailer with the Mantis Blades. Yeah. That was at least, I think that was almost back in 2017. I think it was farther, because this was bad. Yeah, I remember earlier than 2015, that. See, my anchor for I'm knowing that, maybe. my anchor for knowing when this trailer was the fact that Spoonie was still active. <laughs> okay, so, Spoonie, right? so yeah. that was back. Because he talked like, about it, and he was hyped for the game. That was before 2015. I wanted to say, actually, we got phones, we got internet. Yeah, like, no. It was a while ago. I'm going to take a guess, though. I'm going to say 2014. That's what I was thinking, too. Possibly 2014, maybe 2017. So I'm not for sure when it was, but I just... So we've been Yo, it came out 2013. Yikes! Yeah, that very, very, very first trailer of Cyberpunk 2077 at came least, out in 2013. At least it's not uh, Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> you know how that's like, Yeah, I find myself chasing games that are similar to it. Like, there's this one pretty decent game called Ghost Runner. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Sounds familiar. It does sound very It's kind of like one of those. For those, it's a first-person uh, free runner runner game. You run on walls or platforms. Yeah. You hmm. dash in and kill people with a katana ninja attack. You're basically playing a. You're basically playing a Genji ripoff. If I'm by me. I was just about to say, it sounds kind of like Genji. Except that this guy's probably faster than Genji. Because I mean, Genji's badass, don't get me wrong. But yeah, but he's no strider here, you. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. Like, thinking, like, yeah, kind of like Genji meets Strider. Hmm. And, um, and I'm chasing down games like that where you have all the cool synthwave music blasting in the background, you're in this cyberpunk setting, heading and you're killing things, and that's what I want in Cyberpunk 2077. Me too. Like because the, I didn't... I usually just put on my own synthwave music. I mean, that's what I... <laughs> <laughs> Carpenter proves the best. I said it. Uh, but, um... <laughs> you know, yeah, was like my whole... For as long as I can remember, I've always been world building cyberpunk scenarios okay you know it's that's nice. always been my go-to even now i have my own cyberpunk tokusatsu story that i'm trying to work on for Pers another time personally i've always found like the cyberpunk world just well cyberpunk in general to be more interesting than steampunk don't get me wrong steampunk is still great steampunk is great it's interesting to look at so I'm, but, I'm gonna have a like take on that uh, uh -oh. cyberpunk i mean steampunk to me it just seems kind of like overhyped industrial age so super yeah. dirty yeah and I, I don't i don't understand why people like that i mean it's the style for me because they're hipsters hey 
I can I'm not see saying, that. I'm not saying, I can see that. I'm not saying that steampunk is bad either. I think the steampunk yeah. style is very beautiful. Very I agree. Beautiful. But, but it doesn't when I look at sense. cyberpunk, it's just more me. Yeah, yeah same here. Like, like, I don't want steam, airships, and gears, and... Overcomplicated glasses and goggles. Yeah, yeah. why do I want some goggle that sticks five feet out in front of me like just why would so I can see an app? Like, why would I have some <laughs> giant, heavy, analog thing that looks like... It looks like something that if FFMA was written and drawn by Clamp. I was just about to say something different. Okay, so when I can have a nice, sleek ass mantis blade pop out of my arm. Exactly. So, do you remember what a guy Melif is? Guy Melif. Yeah, from Escaflone. Uh, it's been so long since I've seen that anime. Right. That's the first thing I thought of when you said like some that? huge thing that you gotta yeah. work and it's overcomplicated. Yeah, a guy Melif. Yeah, like the yeah, those those are some. Heavy. I mean, if you see the control functions for that, mm-hmm. like, I always found those very interesting mm-hmm. and how analog they were. Yeah. Like, you gotta stick your arms arms and legs in, and you're gonna literally work the mecha. Yeah. Like, that takes, like, Vaughn, he, does, he doesn't look it, but he's gotta he, be, he's, he's gotta be, he's gotta be just wiry. Yeah. He ain't scrawny, he's wiry. That's the only explanation yeah. for him to be able to manipulate something like that with that kind of setup. Yeah, that is, that's so much weight that he's just moving around constantly. He's running and fighting in yeah. this thing. All the time. Like that always that was always crazy to me. Now think if that was steampunk. <laughs> it would just be have like some weird Old school alternate screen. Like turn yeah. the knobs. Exactly. Like dials. Dials. Exactly. Dials. It's overcomplicated and messy for no reason. And like probably like shoots out steam out of its ass crack or yeah. something. At least like with Cyberpunk, okay, I get it. You know, it's technology and yeah. all that stuff that makes yeah. things easier. It's probably solar exactly. powered. It, it better could be solar well powered. Solar powered. It could be aero powered. It could be hydro powered. Absolutely. It could be pyro powered. Then again, Wait. steampunk could do hydro. <laughs> to be to be fair, steampunk the steampunk version could have some kind of water wheel engine on the back of it. Yeah, it you know, get you thirsty. <laughs> or it could also have some, you know, sort of random rocks that is its power source. <laughs> some random rocks. So this is rock I found from Mount Everest. And uh, it'll work. It'll work. Like. I just want that fucking game to come out already. Why? What I was trying to say originally was the fact that those of us who have been waiting a long time, that's what I was going to say. To me, I'm just numb to waiting. Because I've been waiting, yeah, again, since 2013. And I'm like, okay, I can wait like another month. Like, they probably got to fix something that, that's probably going to be like a game breaking up. That's going to be a day one patch. It's already, already been gold. I don't blame them for the delays. Yeah. I blame China. China. And and COVID-19. COVID. But mostly China for creating COVID-19. China. And when I say that, I don't imply that they actually 
conceived this by this pandemic and like in a laboratory or some shit that's total nonsense. This is just something that occurred in uh, the city of Wuhan and it just spread. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. Yeah. But I'm not gonna but I'm not here to talk about that. No. We're gonna talk about cyberpunk. The other C word. <laughs> I thought you meant No, and I'm talking a lot. I didn't say anything. I just stopped. I couldn't say any other C word. But uh eh, I know, I know, I'm, I'm kinda of regretting it. That's fine. But uh but speaking on the topic of games, so <laughs> one small little I think I mean yeah, I could probably say what it is. Yeah. It's always and you know, me and Thomas were hanging out a while back and we were just hanging out at my place playing Tekken Four so on Tekken Three on my PS One. Yeah. And it always there's a lot of games out there with really entertaining mini game modes or alternate game modes. And then there are just some that just aren't that great. Like I think Super I think Smash Brothers Melee Mm-hmm. Was probably one of the best examples. It has the break the target level. Yeah. It had uh, the timed uh, maze levels. But the, uh, the, well, um, you also have to think about it. It's made by Nintendo, who are the masters of they are the masters. Yeah. They think about games first. I yeah. also remember uh, I was big into Okami back when the Wii was a thing because uh, that game just makes sense for the Wii. Yeah. If you're familiar with the game Okami and you have to do the divine brushstroke techniques, originally it was on PS2 and people had to use the analog and that was a pain. Mm-hmm. But with the Wii mode, yeah, it just made sense. With the DS stylus, it, it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. But I always loved the little mini games, and it's particularly the digging game. Okay. When you literally just want to dig down, so it was kind of like Okami went dig dug. Which is mm. ironic because Dig Dug is Namco. Mm-hmm. But um, and then I think of other alternate game styles of really great franchises that didn't do well, and I think of Guilty Gear, particularly Guilty Gear Overture and how it sucked. Yeah, that was a terrible game. That was terrible. Like it, it made me stop playing Guilty Gear. Really? Yeah. I haven't played Guilty Gear since I played that. That's heartbreaking. I wasn't ready I for that. I love Guilty Gear. I wasn't ready for that. I, I can't wait for Strive to come out because I want something to wipe that taste out of my mouth. Yeah. I need to get um, back into Guilty Gear. Yeah, actually watching that video that I sent you guys. Okay, so shout out to Wooly Versus for making a great, yeah, that, that excellent lore yeah, video. And it's only part one. Um, and I didn't realize Guilty Gear's lore was actually that cool. Oh yeah, I, I always had the base ace knowledge of what Guilty Gear your story was. Yeah, but, I had a few people's stories uh, mm-hmm. put together, like May and uh, who was that pirate dude? Johnny. Yes. Like I had their story put together. I knew a little bit about uh, Chips Enough. Uh, of course, I follow the soul bad guy. Of course, I, I scratch every, I scratch the surface of everybody's story. Mm-hmm. That's only because I played Revelator, because Revelator is like my first official guilty gear that I touched. Mm-hmm. So like Double I, 
I know a little bit about, so I know he was a gear, but I didn't know like, and I know he was a scientist, but I didn't know like how that connected. Mm. I knew about Chip, how he was what president of his own country, but I didn't know, you know, how yeah. that connected to everyone else. Right. Him and Logan would be friends. Yeah. Oh, I did say I gotta watch that video. I saw that there was a video about Faustus uh, by a YouTuber named Rufalander. Okay. Uh, so I want to go ahead and watch that. Uh, he usually does a bunch of fighting game stuff. So that's cool. Like, yeah, I think this might be a new series because I've never seen him do anything like it before. Mm-hmm. Like, unfortunately, my first Guilty Gear experience was Overture, but then I got into learning more what Guilty Gear actually was. Yeah. And I'm like, if I could stomach that game, maybe I'll make these other games that aren't shitty even better. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, I, with the few experiences I've had, they certainly have done that. Yeah, definitely. Um, like, I don't understand why they conceived Blaze Blue when they had Guilty Gear. Well, that's the thing. They lost the rights to Guilty Gear. Yeah, they no. needed a replacement. Yeah. It literally is just... It literally, it literally is just A guilty. pale yeah. imitation. It is. With a shitty, shitty plot. I like Guilty Gear. I, like, I actually I like, like Guilty Gear. Yeah, I like Blaze Blue and Guilty Gear. And I do definitely see a lot of similarities. There's yeah. very good characters in Blaze Blue. There's no that I agree with. Leechy, yeah. uh, family. Yeah, Leechy family. Alcaca. Arachne. Uh, yeah, Arachne. I forget the cat's name. Alcaca. No, the the. Oh, Jubei. Oh, yeah. Jubei. Yeah. That was his name. I love that guy. Yeah. yeah. That scratchy voice is. Of course, I mean, like you know, Ragnar the Blood Edge is just so bad guy. Yeah. Uh, Kaikisuke yeah. is literally Jin. 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 Yeah. Kisaragi. Yes. That creepy little brother. Yeah, he's creepy. I'm like, I didn't finish the story to that, so I'm still like, why are you obsessed with your brother? Um, everyone thinks you're. No weird. one knows. Yeah, no, no one knows. They never got into that. No, never got. As far as I've seen, no. So wait, you're telling me Hazuma just controlled him that one time, and that was it? Yeah. And from there, he was just obsessed with his brother. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. That's weird. Loose ends, man. That's mainly what that game has been for story life to me. Oh, so many loose ends. Like, all I know, like, the last... I didn't even play the game that this was in. The last thing I found out was the fact that Ragnar was the Black Beast. Oh, yeah, that was... That was was in the first game. Yeah. No, that was in the first game. They were builded, I think, in the third game. Oh. Because the first game, they hinted at it. Right, they hinted at it. Because the first game... that he was. Because the first game... They really revealed what was going on. Right. He was just going around to the different cities, just destroying the core. Right. And but then, like, from what I gathered, every game after that was just the time. Yeah. They were just time looping, and it was um. They officially revealed it in the third game, but I know they were hinting at it even in his moves. Where like, I know one move is pretty much him, like shooting out like a black head. Yeah. Which looks similar to the black dragon. That mm-hmm. time. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. That that makes sense. But like, still. Yeah. Blaze Blue with no Guilty Gear. It'd be nice to see a proper crossover game, though. And I do. No, that's gonna happen. I that's, cannot wait for that. That is gonna happen. Like, of course, they did prove that Soul, old bad guy, is infinitely stronger than Ragnar. Oh, of course. Yeah. Soul bad guy. Yeah. He's yeah. the good guy whose name is Soul bad guy. 
And then you have that. Yeah, I, I, like, I, like, I, like I like the I like I like boomsticks theory on it best. Like Ragna only had had six belts when Soul had twenty three belts. Exactly. <laughs> the amount of belts matter. Indeed. They really do. Indeed. But um that happened. Uh man. So many things that I've been rewatching this week. Or revisiting. Go for it. Say. Such as? Well, there is my one of my most favorite, one of my most enjoyed uh, Tokusatsu series, and that would be Garo. I believe I've talked about it before. But yep. <laughs> Mark of the Wolves. Yes. Not I'm joking, time. joking. Yes, we know. I'm sorry. Actually, we know. You bring up Garo. It is, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. We do talk about the other, the other Garo. I know, I know, I know, I know. Need to remember who that guy is. Mr. But, Rock Howard. <laughs> but Egaro yeah, is, 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 is a tokusatsu horror series mm-hmm. uh, where it features. Yeah, but it does follow the, the, the tokusatsu formula to a pretty good T. You have a brooding protag who's basically like uh, if Bruce Wayne was in a boy band. He was. Yeah, he was. Wasn't he? Probably he was. was. I mean, he's gone through so much training. What was that Gotham High book about? Wasn't he in the boy band in that? I don't know. I didn't read Gotham High. What was that Joker? That might have been Joker. Yeah, but, um, but I didn't read that, that book. Anyway, go on. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah. And uh, basically, he's just this kid who is a descendant of what are called Makai Knights. And the Makai Knights are essentially you know, demon hunters, protectors, the usual spiel. But it's just in how it looks, it feels like it's like a tokusatsu kid that a kid would watch, but it's not really for kids because there's people getting stabbed, there's people bleeding, there's people getting eaten alive, there's people dying. How is that different from Dragon Ball Z? I'm talking about little kids in Japan here. I'm not talking about all the, all those crazy kids here in America. I'm talking about the same thing. How is that different from Dragon Ball Z? I don't know. Maybe kids did watch it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but um, oh my god! Like I apologize, everybody. I'm really tired today. Um, yeah, you you've had a that rough time. <laughs> yeah. Down. Uh-oh. But um. Yeah, I do. I do really consider uh, some of the themes in Garo something a bit more adult oriented. You know, it's just like the main character. I was about to say Kyosuke, but it was Koga. That's just that's the main character's name. He's, oh, you mean from Inuyasha? I will smack you with this book. I am so glad I didn't say that first. <laughs> I will parry you, thirst like fire. Uh huh. Anyway, Daigo. I will. Anyway, <laughs> but um, well, I'm gonna say Street Fighter Three style, but yeah, you got to get my fan. Well, I think, but of course, the main selling point of Garo, which of course I think also side a lot of the anime series, was the style of, of the the armors that they wear. Because you know, the, the the Power Rangers has the cute little morphers. Same with you know the classic common riders. Mm-hmm. But um, 
for the Garo series, the powers are based in magic, not so much technology. And there have been others that have been based in quote-unquote magic. But these guys are a bit more closer to the bone. Probably the best way to say it. And because they don't have the cute little devices, they simply just hold up their swords, draw a circle, and all of a sudden this armor magically appears on their body. Mm, okay. And then mm. they literally just are going off killing evil monsters that want to eat humans. So you said they had swords, and I guess swords are pretty much like the Norper in a way? In a way, but they also generally are capable of fighting these monsters without them. Okay. But that defeats the purpose of the series, which is... To have them be cool. Markabi- yeah. Markability. And that's what the armors do. So and they're really it, cool. So is it like... I guess it, it could be like a Power Rangers thing where it it's is. like... I'm at my base level. I'm like, okay, I can fight you guys at the base level, like the putties or something. Yeah. But when the big boss comes through, okay, no. Well, that's, that's another the beauty part. There's not really that typical sequence. It's just mm-hmm. this, it's just Koga or whoever else chasing down the horror who's disguised as a human. Okay. And commits his evil deeds <laughs> per his base instincts, mm-hmm. which is to feed off of humans' despair and fear. Mm. Until finally ending them and claiming their lives eyes as their meal. That's mm. what they do. That sounds cool. Yeah. And so it has much more of a horror thriller element to it. And it's not like a, a stupid organized group. There are other Makai knights out there though. Okay. And there are a lot of different different ones and each one of them has usually their own unique set of armor. So did they ever cross over like a... No, it's not attached to any other Tokusatsu universe. Okay. okay it's, cool. it's sort of its own thing hmm. entirely. Like, I'm pretty sure that if one of the Makai Knights went up, because this is like an actual order okay. that has existed for a long time. Okay. So they're regular, like legacies are a regular thing there. Like Koga's father was a once a great knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other character, Ray, was also uh, raised up by a knight who wanted to start his own lineage, mm-hmm. his own school lineage, whatever. Right. And that's sort of the thing, you know, a lot of the Makai Knights are family men. Mm-hmm. There are multiple series of the originals. There are sequel series as well, but in the anime series. Like, I watched the original anime series. Yeah. It was decent. Okay. Definitely set more and had a more of a medieval setting. Okay. And then there was the original ones, which were the only ones I actually bothered to watch. Okay. Oh, cool. Nice. After that, that's just about everything else I've been revisiting. The only thing I can talk about for recently is the Dragon Ball Short Halloween. Oh yeah, that was that that was hilarious. Yo, Timmy Candy. Yo, also, shout out to them actually doing Beerus's and Boo's voice. Yes. <laughs> like, finally. And, and Beerus have a... sounds excellent. Yeah. Oh, he, they, I they, thought it was the, no, the they, actual guy, right? He the actually, actual guy? Yeah, no, he actually... No, 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 no. No, no, no I, I not think... the actual voice okay. actor. It was a, they, they did, he was a guy who did some shorts with Beerus and Whis before. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget who it was. I think it was one of them. But he's like, I'm an Epicurean. You will down Big Macs like Tic Tacs. Yeah, he's like, if I catch any mound bars in here, I'll destroy your entire raid, your entire planet. 
I like sales where he was like, I didn't look like, oh, you a mommy? No, I was no, pranked. I was pranked. I didn't use your bathroom. I was pranked on the way here. I'd like to use your restroom. Like, oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> that happened to me once. Oh, Vegeta's part. Okay. <laughs> what did you tell me? <laughs> it's like, what you tell me? I look so sexy, sexy and badass. I was, I was, you're so cute. Like, what you tell me? I was sexy badass. Like, okay. Is that your mommy? That's my wife. <laughs> why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder uh, why. It's like Ike from South Park. <laughs> oh, and shout outs to uh, Android 16 actually getting Goku this time. Yeah. He did his, what is that? His level, what is that? Level, level three. three? Yeah. This <laughs> level three. That slow ass level three that for whatever fucking reason kept getting me. It's like it's, it's so slow. It's so slow. I what is the frame data for that? Look at the frame data. Cause it's like I'll just look at it like, hey, that was pretty nice. Oh god. I, I've literally been in a fight, someone did that. I attacked him twice and then jump out the way. Yeah. Just because. I don't even attack him, I just jump. No, I I do it just because. Yeah, I know how much time I got. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Let me show you how slow this is and how poor of a decision you've made. Pop pop. He's still missing. Like gazelles and how they like stun on lions. Exactly. So wait, did you see that video? No. Oh. Uh, well, no, I was also busy watching ducks eat peas. What? They eat peas great, bro. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> we we gotta talk later. We're <laughs> We're having a very, very strange day today, hey, ladies and gentlemen. That's eating peas. Shout outs. I, I was talking about gazelles stunting on lions. They, they, do, they do that cross up. Like, yo! Nah, they, well, kind of. What yeah. they do is, when they're running away from them, they just jump straight up and then just go erect. So they just have their limbs stiffened up and everything. Oh. And then they just land and keep running. That's great. Yeah, they just stun on lions. So What's the first data on that? Oh, I didn't even look it up. Cause I was no on gazelle stunt no line. Oh, on that it's probably like well negative seventy four frames. Oh, good. We're talking about gazelles now. <laughs> well, that was it for me and my topics. Unfortunately, okay. kind of kind of tasteless towards the end. In all honesty, okay. have confidence in your product. Yeah, thank you. Have confidence, indeed, Thomas. All right. So for me, what Ducks I have, peas. you said who? Ducks eating peas. No. Not that, not that at all. The first thing I've got. You're certified for seven days a week. <laughs> I'm gonna step out for a minute. Okay. Is the first of all, the last run did drop today. Oh yeah. I uh, finally. Uh, I still have not gotten it. Ah. <laughs> uh, I subscribed to it, but they didn't put it. They didn't. No. No. They no. It was supposed to download directly, and no, I don't have it. So, Amazon, I have no idea what's going on with you, but okay. I gotta call you later on and figure this out. Maybe they're a couple days late? They, they shouldn't be. I know they shouldn't be, but it's a possibility. It is, it definitely is a possibility, but that's the first thing that I've got. Okay. Uh, the next thing that I've got is, okay, so I wanted, I forgot to talk about this game a little bit more on uh -huh. a horror uh, show. Okay. But uh, this game called Unfortunate Spaceman. Okay. It's a hilarious storyline. Oh, isn't that the one that's similar to Among Us? It's similar to Among Us. It's okay. very similar to Among Us. So, 
you got the, these aliens that uh, are on this planet that you're going to. Yeah. And you have to stop them from getting out. Yeah. You don't. Mm. And they just start coming. To, like, I don't want to tell you what exactly happens. Yeah. But it is hilarious how the story plays out. Okay. The gameplay itself is the horror content. Okay. But the story is my god, that's hilarious. Yeah, because I, I saw it's free to play on Steam. So I'm yeah, definitely, I'm definitely gonna check it out. Yeah, that is, um, Project Winter. I want to check out. I haven't gotten Project Winter. Is that free too? Uh, that's not free. That's oh, on okay. I think it's like 20 bucks. But oh. I'll have to check on that. I'll be checking on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely, if you're on Steam, we, sh we should definitely play that. Yeah, definitely. I'm gonna download that because I've been. I mentioned this in a group chat, like. I've been on, on an Among Us binge. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to the gang gang. I don't know what this crossover is called, but shout out to Juby and the gang. Um, I've been playing with them. Oh, okay. Okay. Crossover. okay. Um, and I'm like, oh, we were having fun and everything. And I'm like, okay, this game is pretty nice. That was the first time I played Among Us. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, like, yo, this would be a great team building exercise. <laughs> 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 I'm like, actually, let's do it. <laughs> So, yeah, that would be pretty interesting. It, it would be actually. I think if we play the, because uh, one of my friends, who, the who introduced me to the game, mm -hmm. he wants to try to get a whole thing going, and okay. I was like, hey, these guys might want to do it. So of course, just you know, throwing it out there, we should yeah. set something up, go do that, go for it. Because it's 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 really terrifying. Like mm -hmm. you're just getting swarmed by these alien things that mm -hmm. just kind of pop up. And um, your gun can overheat. Um, you don't have ammo. Um, your gun just overheats. So is it? Do they have a system like in Gears of War where you can like? Well, it's not really overheating. It's more like a reloading. It's not it's a reload. Like, well, you can reload, uh -huh. but it also just overheats, and you can't fire for a little while. Okay. So you just switch to another weapon. So do you have to just slow down on the shooting? Yep. Okay. And with the amount of these things that are coming at you mm -hmm. you don't want to take your finger off the trigger really yeah so it's kind of a terrifying thing and then the melee attack is just you punching them uh oh so is it garbage it's absolute garbage is it worse than the knife of resident evil One. it's ooh. The, the earlier games i should say I'm trying to remember because i did beat up one of the aliens just to see how uh mm -hmm. how long it took and it took a while, but I beat the crap out of it. It, it took probably like 15 hits. So that's about 20, 30 seconds of me being on this thing. That could be on the same level as the Resident Evil 9. Yeah. They, at least in the first three games. It, it was like, oh, okay. It's this like you wouldn't even have that. Yeah, you wouldn't even have that in your arsenal. No. Resident Evil 4 made it useful because... Some Resident Evil 4 attack is that, like, in the earlier scenes, or in the earlier levels, mm -hmm. you will shoot the, uh, I want to call him a genie, but I don't know if that's not what call in, the, in that game. Gen, maybe? No, they're called something else. Oh, okay. The Spanish game. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you shoot the quote-unquote zombies, the lost floggers, I was calling that. You shoot them in the legs. Mm -hmm. And then what you do is that you go up to them and you hit them with your knife, like in the head. Oh! Yeah. That, that would definitely save on ammo. Yeah, it saves a lot of ammo. Even though the game is quite generous with ammo, it'll still help save on ammo. Hmm. So it's like, that's just some tech that you have that you can do. And once I figured that out, I started doing it. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is pretty cool. Because it saves ammo, 
Let's use your knife. There's not that many enemies in the, in the beginning levels anyway, so you right. have time to go up to it while he's knocked down and slice his head off. So, All right. Yeah. But, I, I always wonder why most people, whenever you see, like, mm-hmm. uh, zombie whatever, why they always go for the guns and not pick up something that, you know, is reusable. Yeah. And, hey, shout out to the zombie survival guide. Um, mm-hmm. Best weapon, melee weapon, is a crowbar. Yep. Lightweight. It smashes onto their face and you can just rip it off. Yep. Don't get bats. Definitely don't use fire because then you're yeah. totally screwed. Now you're cauterizing them and making them tougher. Not only, not only that, but they don't die immediately. Not at all. So if you light a zombie on fire, they can light your you house on fire. fire. Exactly. Your neighborhood on fire. Your, the, your whole community that you built up on fire. Yep. So. Pro tips. This is a weird day. You okay? I'm good, are you? I'm great. I'm fantastic. Fan-damn-tastic. Fan so, yeah, go on. Uh, yeah, uh, the next thing that I'm going to talk about is, uh, well, I would like, actually, what else do I have? No, I, I think that actually might be it. Was that it? Really? Yeah, I thought I had more, but no, this is just some old stuff that I talked about already in previous ones. Oh, I shit, this really is about to be a yeah, short episode. A really short episode. Oh, shit. Oh, God. That's what I did today. I just revisited stuff that I talked about before. Yeah, oh, I mean, shit. Uh, I, I, that's, I, I haven't really done much of anything else except Pokemon and Crown Tundra. So. Did you want to talk about that? <laughs> I'm still playing it. It's so huge. Oh, is that the uh, DLC for uh, Soda Shield? Yes, it's did, huge. Yeah, because I saw they. Did they add Absol or has Absol? Yeah, they added Absol. No, Absol's been in there, but okay. it's also in this region. Okay, so I saw someone with the Absol. I saw a screenshot with someone with the Absol. Oh, yeah. I'm like, hey. Yeah, Absol. Well, you can also walk around with your first Pokemon app, so they probably have their Absol, or just caught one of the wild app, or caught a picture of uh, one of the wild ones. Okay, okay. But yeah, I, I've been playing that. I've been trying to get my teams up, and uh, yeah, I'm so glad they worked on all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about the whole like all 700 and whatever Pokemon aren't in the game? I appreciate that they're back in the game now. Yeah. Um, I didn't care that they cut them because it makes sense. Yeah. It's not like I'm going to go to, uh, let's say, Australia and mm-hmm. find a, a raccoon that I would see here yeah. in Australia. Right. Like just walking around. That's mm-hmm. not going to happen. They're not everywhere. And of course, there's going to be variants yeah. like what they've been doing with the uh alolan and galarian variants so which i think are cool yeah i think that's actually a really great way to galarian farfetched it's a beast yeah it's so funny <laughs> like i love i always liked farfetch as a pokemon for some reason then i like to see the galarian farm it's like it's guts as a duck yep and then it turns into surfetched Surfetch, which is basically okay. it's a knight. It's a white knight. It, it's it's the stereotypical white knight. It's it, and I feel like Farfetch is definitely one of those Pokemon that, that has been neglected. It, it has been. I, I feel like Dunsparce is the most neglected Pokemon. Another one of my favorites. Yeah, I want to see that thing evolve or, or do something else cool with it at least. I feel like yeah, that's just, it can, I mean, that it's just use, there. It can use dragon type moves. I think yes. that alone tells us 
what potential excuse me is there. And I even remember there was a some like beta version. It was some kind of concept for a dragon evolution. Mm-hmm. But it kind of like had a weird headdress type vibe to it. And then it had like a little shroud thing floating around it, which kind of makes sense. Yeah. They were talking the evolutions. Yeah. I see all these fan evolutions of like and a scaly look, looking yeah. evolution. It's like, that doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. And then I see that version, like, that makes sense to me because dragons are seen as something divine in Eastern most yeah. cultures. Yeah, and they're not really that, that scaly. And if you look at the dragon Pokemon in Pokemon, most of them are not scaly. Right, even Gyarados. Uh, somehow it's, uh, it's, Gyarados is pretty scaly. Gyarados isn't a dragon. I mean, but it is. I thought. No, no, he's not, he can use he, he can use dragon type moves, but he is not a, an official dragon type. He's nope. officially. A I thought he was flying in the dragon. No, he's nope. a water flying. He's a water type. Uh, Wait, flying type. no, one of those he wasn't. Nope. I no, sworn he was a. Hold on. What he the was fuck? always a water flying type who yep. just had a very strong affinity for for dragon moves. Like Charizard is a dragon. Yeah, Charizard Un- until he mega evolves. Yeah, you know, Charizard X is the only, the only yeah. official dragon, yeah. game, which makes him immune to. He's a flying water. Oh yeah, got yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like one of those. He wasn't. It was the obvious one that he wasn't. And I was like, it's either dragon or water, but I don't know how it's a flying type. Anyway. Uh, anime. Indeed. Video games. Indeed. Is it because when the carp goes up the waterfall? Is technically flying. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Whatever it is, it's flying now. Mini games. I remember. Wasn't there this one game that's just about magic carps? Yeah, it was in Pokemon Stadium. No, no, I never no. played Pokemon Stadium. No, no. It was like this own. It was like this game that my sister played. That was its own thing where you like get your own magic carp and you just make it flop around all over the place and you get points doing it or something. I need to find that game. That no sounds like it could it. be a clone of Flappy Bird, except with Magic Card. Yeah, it, where it just kind of hops in, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like what that could be. You know, in other words, shoutouts to the uh, Clefairy game in uh, Pokemon Stadium too. I, I don't know. What it will be like? <laughs> oh, it was great. Clefairy controlled you. Simon says it's Clefairy. Clefairy controlled you. I think if I remember that correctly, I think that's what it was. It sounds disgusting. Sounds great. Nah. But then, yeah, I really only played the uh, mainline games. Ah, you seen them play Colosseum? Nah. Or Pokemon XD where they had Shadow Lugia? No, I heard about the Shadow Lugia. Shadow Lugia is great. I never purified Shadow Shadow Lugia, because why would you? Good job. Because it looked cool. Oh, I was just going to go with the whole, it's powerful that way. Uh, I don't know what the stats are between Shadow Pokemon and regular Pokemon. Mm. Like, I never really looked into that at the time because I was just playing Pokemon. Oh, yeah. But, and I never played it, so I didn't care to look it up. Yeah, but if it follows, like, Persona for Ultimax rules, they're probably pretty weak. But who cares? Shadow Lugia is great. Alright. The shadow characters in Ultimax are weak as hell. Like, oh, there's only one, no, two good shadow characters in that game. All of them are trash. What are the two that are good? 
I think it's Shadow Lapras, and I'm gonna say Shadow Chia. Lapras is just a good Pokemon, period. Oh no, it's one of my favorites. Persona. Oh, wait, there's a Lapras in Persona? Yeah, her name is. Is it Lapras? Lapras. What do you mean? Lapras Lazuli. You mean Lapras Lazuli? Okay. (laughs) No, Persona Four Arena Lapras. The girl with the oh Labrys, Labrys, yeah, Labrys, yeah, Labrys, okay. yeah, Labrys, so yeah. yeah. Labrys is uh, the Greek word for axe. Yeah. yeah, she has a giant axe. That's why she has a giant axe on her back. And Shadow Labrys has like this persona where it's just a giant uh, minotaur. Um, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? I had it in my party in the game. Um, pull up Ryan. But yeah, she has this giant minotaur. That just stays out. So you have this giant thing behind her, mm-hmm. and like it plays and it assists her. So like it's kind of like Carl Clover in Blaze Blue. Okay. So you control both of them, and then you can just do combos and shit. And it's strong as fuck. Okay. Absaris, okay. that's his name. Okay. Absaris. Um. But yeah, you had anything else? No, I mean I'm I'm still going through the Crown Tundra right now. I that's serious. Yeah. I'm not trying yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, really rush it because why <laughs> what yeah. is going to be coming out oh i have a question to present to you guys mm-hmm. actually um have you guys ever had so much fun with the game loved all the characters in the game then when you got to the final act of the game you just couldn't beat it because you loved the game and the characters that much that you didn't want it to end skies of arcadia mm. you know when Might it comes it. to that sort of thing uh, it's a game, you know? The game never has to end. And if you're able to play through it more than once, doesn't that just show how much you actually love it? It does. Well, let me show you my point of view of it. And I'll tell my answers first. Um, I never beat Fire Emblem Awakening because I love the characters in that game so much. I love the story in that game so much that I just did not want it to end. I felt like if I beat it... Mentally, I felt like if I beat it, I... It would be over. And you have to play it again, sure. But the original adventure would be over. Um, and there was another game like that that, can't, that I can't um, bring up. I thought about it a second ago, but I can't. I forgot it now. Hmm. But, yeah, it's just that, like, you have to play it again. But the original adventure with my original friends is done. Yeah. Yeah. Like that that's how I definitely felt with uh Skies of Arcadia. Like mm-hmm. first time going through it, it was like, Oh my god, this adventure is so cool. Yeah, like, this is really interesting and I hate pirates. You see? And I love this game. So yeah. it was like, Oh wow, this is great. And then I get to like uh a point and I just was like, Oh, th- this is the final boss? I still want to do stuff though. Right. I, I still I still have other I, things I to do in the game. I think I think it's really good that there are some games where even if you beat the main aim to aim adventure, you can still do stuff afterwards. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's another reason why I play Pokemon because yeah. you yeah. can still do things after that. Yeah. But in this one, I I didn't know if I could still do stuff after it, and I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna just put that to the side. I'm just gonna finish it later. Yeah. Lost the VMU. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. Yep, and then after that, I tried playing it more than a few times when it has been re-released or through less than savory. Through bandit means? Yes, through bandit means. That, that's that's the problem. Through bandit means. Yes. Uh, found copies of it and tried to play it and still couldn't finish it. Ah. Uh, 
Like, I, I just, I, I even looked up what the ending was for it and couldn't watch it. Yeah, I did the same thing for Fire Emblem. I was like, okay, that's the ending. Oh, you got a choice? Got it. Cool. That's all I need to know. Yeah. That, I was like, oh, okay, so you beat this guy, and then there's, okay, there's story after that. So I yeah. just need to beat that guy. Yeah. That's all I did. Bet. Definitely. So, um, I guess I'll go ahead and go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just to go ahead and quick finish, finish up this storyline real quick. The Warriors, the game. I beat it. Congrats. <laughs> I defeated the Warriors of the game. Warriors, which... come stay two meters away. <laughs> Shout out to that post. Yes. Y'all, y'all see it. You'll see Facebook. it. Hey, subscribe to our Facebook page. Nice, the Nice Shift Bandits Facebook page. You never get the name right. I said the Nice Shift Bandits. You messed it up at first. No, I didn't. What are you hearing? A lot of the things. The Nice Shift Bandits. I'm hearing a lot of things. Yeah, of course. Get a button, get a mop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, no, shout out to that game. And my only complaint about the game, it just feels janky. But obviously, that's just because PlayStation 2 game, what can you yeah. about that? Obviously, we still made so many things sophisticated since then. Um, I will say that, like, the end, like, the, they do have, like, some post story stuff. But it's more into dialogue. Like for example, um, when, pretty much once you get past, oh, that's what I want to talk about. Before I talk about that, the final boss fight with uh, Luther, pretty much the guy who screwed you guys over. Mm-hmm. Um, my only complaint, story-wise, is the fact that I felt like they should have built up the rogues themselves as like an actual rival to the warriors as well. Um, I get like. You, they had the thing with the, the destroyers because that's where Cleon came from, who's the leader. Right. And Cleon and another guy, I forget who it was. It was, was Cleon it? and Ajax, I think. No, Ajax came later. He came with Snow. Right. Was it Cowboy? No, I think it was Cowboy. I think it came with Swan. But then you know, Swan, was, Swan and Cowboy were recruited at the same time. Right. That, but that was later. And it wasn't Cochise. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't Cochise, it wasn't Fox, we're missing one, yeah, look that up. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, my only complaint is that, of course, the the game had to end pretty much where the movie ended, right? Right. So they had to rush a lot of stuff into there, like, for instance, right before you get to that mission, when they have the meeting, like, literally, Cleon tells Swan, like, yo, if something happens to me, you're, you take command. And there's, like, no build-up to that. Like, maybe if, like, Cleon and Swan build a relationship, you can see, like, okay, now I see why you chose him. Okay. And then, of course, you know, um, again, dealing with the rogues, it's, like, I guess, like, what we're trying to get across with the rogues, especially with Luther, is the fact that he's just an anarchist. Mm -hmm. So... I guess, like, what I wanted them to do in my brain was the fact that I wanted them to, like, build up to him being that anarchist um, and, to, and give a reason as to why he would blame the warriors or frame the warriors for Cyrus's death. Hmm. Because... He, he just yeah, doesn't like, care. Yeah, he just doesn't care. Like, that's literally what he says. He doesn't care. And I get that. He's an anarchist. But it's like, why well, say, oh, in particular, the warriors did it? You know what I mean? I don't know if it's because Cleon was just right there or if it was because Fox saw him. 
I don't know what it was, hmm. but it's like I feel like they should just built up to that. Like maybe had like at least like one mission where you beat up the rogues for whatever reason, and Luther's like, okay, I gotta I gotta like keep my eye out on you guys because again the warriors are new. Like literally throughout the game, actually one of the missions in the game is you trying to get into the meeting. Because not every uh, gang is on the Rifts network, who pretty much is like one of the biggest gangs in New York. So they only invite certain gangs into it, into the meeting. So the Warriors are trying to get into that meeting to prove that, hey, yo, we're big and bad too. Which they did, as you saw in the movie. Um, so that was my only complaint really about it. They did add some stuff to the part with the... To suit with the movie, like for instance, in the beginning part where they first leave the same leave the cemetery, there's this other gang. Uh, I forget what their name is, but they're called the Something Bull or something like that. Um, and they have like this Mad Max car, pretty much, where they all are like hanging out the car. Mm-hmm. They got bats and shit and all of that, and spikes on their car and stuff like that. And it's pretty cool actually. And in the movie, they have to run from the sidewalks. To like the uh, the train station, so so yeah, vermin, vermin. That's it. Okay, vermin. Got it. So it was Cleon and vermin who started. Yeah, Cleon and vermin. Oh, okay. they were part of the destroyers. And yeah, broke off and started the warriors. Exactly. Um, but anyway, and that's that's pretty much the end part of the movie. It's like it's literally like maybe like a five minute scene. In the game, they make that like a whole section. So not only do you have to like get to the train station, but you have to find your other warriors as well. Everyone's split apart. Oh, okay. So they yeah. kind of expanded upon exactly. like, what was happening on it because mm-hmm. there are so many different uh, perspectives that they can go from. Exactly. Okay, okay. okay. Exactly. Fucking Code Chiefs, man. Yeah. The origin story is crazy. His origin like, story is great. He just he just shows up from Harlem work without a shirt. Yeah. Like, where's his shirt? Yeah, no. I guess to get through... Um, so, as I said in the past podcast, what the game does a good job of doing is giving the backstory of each of the warriors and how they came to join the warriors. Like again, Vermin and um, Cleon, they they left from the destroyers. And actually, you go through like a whole storyline. Yeah, like them, so my favorite. The basic is so Cleon and Vermin were part of the destroyers. Which right. Was the big, was the big Brooklyn gang. Like they own all of Coney. Yeah, they 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 were they destroyed. They were the they oh they had all the turf in Coney. Yeah. To be more accurate. Yeah. And then Cleon and Vermin kind of got sick of their boss's shit. He set Vir- he set him up. His name is Virgil. Virgil, right? not Virgil from Devil May Cry, though. Mm-hmm. No, that would be cool as hell. So he set them up. Yeah, he set them up. So what happened in particular was that, uh, if I remember this mission correctly, they sent them on a mission to because uh, them and another gang was going to do an exchange, but Vermin uh, gave them like faulty drugs. So set them up. Pretty much have to go through a whole thing with the game, and then from that point going forward, that's when Cleon and, and um, Virgil just became Virgil. enemies. No, and Virgil, right? Virgil, yeah, that's when those became enemies. So, and then in the actual game itself, in the present game, you actually do like fight the destroyers. Like it turns into like a whole like war between the two groups. Oh, wow! And then you literally fight Virgil with Swan, I think, in like a burning building. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. This, yeah. This is why I want to get you guys into Crow's Wars, because that's basically the Warriors. Okay. That's good. Because I'm in an everyday setting, and it's also a lot funnier. I was going to say this later, but I'll say this now. Like, I'm really fiending for, like, more Warriors content. 
Because the thing about I love about the war is the fact that for when it takes place in the 19, in like 1970, so you can say late 70s, early 80s, and that's one part of the beauty of it. The second part is the fact that you have all these games, and they all have like their own different style. Like again, no, colors, you know? exactly colors. Yeah. I mean, no, when I say style, I mean style. Like for instance, the boppers. Yeah, the boppers got the dresses. They got the they got the suits. They got the outfits. Exactly. This is really reminiscent of like high school cliques. Yeah, it is exactly. And it like, is. For me, it had to be the Saracens. Oh really? Okay. Black tank. I, I can do black tank tops. <laughs> I, I really like the hi hats only because they're like, well, no, they're you know what? the hi hats, they're a bunch of moms, but really, damn, who are the um, the baseball guys? Baseball Furies. Baseball Furies, yes. They're the most interesting. Again, to finish my point during the movie part of the game, so there's a part where you fight the baseball Furies. Again, pretty much guys in baseball suits, got the makeup on. Yeah. And they run at you with bats. All right, I think they were like. Hey, when you first see them, they're just standing there menacingly. <laughs> so it's like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't like people when they just stand there menacingly. Yeah, and it's just like at that point they're just like, yeah, nope, going this way. Yeah, and then they chase after you. Like literally in the game, you have like a whole group of them chasing you in the alley, and I'm like, this is horrible. And you can't defend yourself at all? You can fight them, but I wouldn't recommend it because they will kill your ass. There's that many of them. Oh. I was thinking it was probably like eight of them and you could, you know. No. It's like at eight least guys 30. The oh, it's two teams. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yes. It's two yeah, full Eight guys with bats. No, thank you. Unless they have a gun. Yeah. No way in hell. And even then, in the game, it's like. If you get cornered by any, like any more than like six people, mm-hmm. you better be good at parrying, cause you'll get jumped. I remember the, the same sequence with the destroyers, right? And I was like, you know, I'm big and bad. Let's do this, and I got my ass kicked. Wow. I barely got out of that sequence alive. I, I would, I would put myself in that situation just to see how much I can do it. Yeah, I, I tried. It. I was like, you know, I'm good. At, I'm kind of sort of good at this combat system. It was the Ajax and um, Snow mission. And then, you know, Ajax talking shit as he normally does. And you got the whole fucking uh, destroyers chasing after your ass. And I'm like, you know what? I'm big and bad. Let's try this. And I was doing decently. Then I started losing a whole lot more health. and used up all my uh, drugs, Ooh. which is your health. Um, and I was fucked. And I was like, yep, I'm running out of here. <laughs> Ajax, though, man. Yeah, Ajax. He was a piece of shit. He was a big piece of shit. But... That one moment where he tags Virgil's cut yes. was awesome. Yes. The thing is, like, Ajax, I'm not a fan of Ajax, but at the same time I am. Like, the reason why I'm not a fan it's is... A love, it's a love-hate thing because yeah. he's definitely a product of that hyper-masculine culture that yeah. originally conspired in the 80s, 70s, that time period. Definitely. And the thing about him in the game is that the first time you see him, he's trying to, like... He's trying to get on a woman. Yeah, he's trying to get on a woman. He's not trying to. Yes, he is. He's forcing himself on the woman, but Cleon comes to him like, yo, bro, what you doing? You got stuff to do. And just like says, like, oh, fine, dump. I'm out of here with her. But he finally does get him some tail in one of the missions. And he kind of gets what he deserves towards the end, so. Yeah, he did. And right. Big time. And I read a little bit of the synopsis of the comic. They actually go into that like after the movie, 
where he's in jail and like one of the hi hats is like harassing him. <laughs> yeah, I didn't re- finish reading the synopsis. I probably should have. But yeah, one of the hi hats is harassing him, and they actually flash back. It's, it's in the game. They flash back to when actually Ajax and Swan were fighting for like second in command, pretty much. Hmm. So like, I'm like, oh, that seems pretty cool. And I couldn't find the comics nowhere. And I know comicsology, so unfortunately, they maybe lost the time. Yeah, it might yeah. be unfortunate. But uh, but in, anyway, um, well, I was talking about like the baseball furies. There's actually a boss fight with them. So, their leader, who I assume is their leader, is actually a big guy who's wearing all black. He has like, what, three or four baseball bats tied together. That's a wieldy weapon. Yes. Who cares? It's the yeah. 70s. Yeah, that seems really <laughs> stupid to have. Like, that's really dumb. Like, a baseball bat with nails is one thing. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, okay, I get that. Or a baseball bat with like some barbed wire wrapped around it. Completely get that. Four baseball bats tied together. How do you hold that? Three or four. But either way, even three is like, how do you hold that? Yeah, I mean, unless you... You could actually kind of make like... What is that? A guard out of two of them if you kind of shave them down some. Yeah. But that's a lot of extra work for no reason. Yeah, but hey, they're dedicated to their thing. Yeah. (laughs) They're very dedicated to their thing. Um... does is that you know he pulls out the gun yeah um and then in the game he's like on the he has the high ground and he's shooting the gun at you so you have to throw like bottles at him so once you finish throwing bottles at him you finally get the sequence where you throw the knife throw it at his um arm and yeah the, the wrists come through they pop out of nowhere like it did in the movie <laughs> a bunch of negroes just popping out of the wind I still find that to be badass. Yeah. Wearing sarongs. Yeah. Random wearing sarongs. Exactly. Or bathrobes. Or whatever the hell they wear. Yeah. I say bathrobes this morning. Yeah, bathrobes. Because you're in their bathrobes on the beach. Those aren't gi. Those are bathrobes. Yes. Because they don't know where to get actual gi. Exactly. It's like, fuck I mean, it. Because they're kids. <laughs> Pretty much. I forget they're like early 20s. Late teens, maybe. Yeah, I think they're like late teens. I think Rembrandt is like the youngest one. Yeah, I think Rembrandt was like... 15, 16, and I'm pretty sure Cleon was at least 20. Yeah. And then I know Ajax for a fact was like at least 20, 21. Yeah, to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, yeah, these mystical Negroes come out of nowhere, one of which has sunglasses on, so he looks super badass. Oh, okay. And he doesn't look at you when he talks. Oh, he's one of those guys. Yeah. Like, literally, there's a scene where, like, he's looking at the camera. And then, like, his uh, assistants just talk to him in his ear. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> There's news. Yes. 
What is it, sir? And he just doesn't look at him. It's like, okay. <laughs> like, all right, you're just That's like, how you know you're the leader. Exactly. Who are the warriors? Hell, even, um, because he was second in command to, uh, Cyrus. Cyrus. And even Cyrus looked at you. He had his perm fade and everything. You know what I'm saying? I was like, he was just giving you all sorts of disrespect. Yeah. I mean, I get it because they thought he just he's a, he's a mysterious yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, he's very mysterious. I, I, don't, I don't play a game about that guy. Actually, you do play as him in the game, actually. So they actually Devil May Cry it a little bit. Okay. So in the sequ- in the credit sequence, you know how Devil May Cry in the credit sequence, yeah, you fight like a bunch of demons. Yeah, they do the same thing except in this time, in this version, you play as the Rips mm-hmm. beating up on the Rogues. Because again, they kill Cyrus. Oh, okay. So you're just the, so you play as the guy with the sunglasses, just Those kicking the shit out of him. Shit stomp. Yes. Nice. You beat the hell out of him, like yeah. It's, it's good that it's some satisfaction. I do. Th- I do mm-hmm. think it was strange that they didn't show the scene where Cleon got X by the wrist. Yeah, it's it's weird because as I think, like for the longest time, Cleon was alive because he just got beaten up. But then at the same time too, they did show him get beat up by like a whole group of. Guys, they're literally just smashing their elbows in his face. Yeah, so sometimes he died, and it's pretty, mm-hmm. and it's official that he's dead. So yeah, oh, unfortunately, God. I kind of want him to be that bad and say, "No, I'm back." <laughs> and that would be kind of cool. That, that would be dope. And like, and again, I go back to my favorite series. Ever. I talked about this in a previous podcast, Crow's War series, mm-hmm. the greatest shonen manga series of all time. Which we have a post about, written by Brian. Did I? Yeah. That post. I did that do post. that post, didn't I? How did you forget? Yeah, it's been it. forever. You made that post like last week. Damn. <laughs> I think it was last week. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was last week. I think Close so. to two weeks, but oh, okay. felt like two. But and yeah, you know, it's just this amazing series, mm-hmm. and not only does it encompass that very that vibe the warriors had. Yeah. You had the dif- the difference is there's a bu- it's basically the warriors meets bully. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of schools, yeah, a lot of Japanese high schools, like the words that they the were, gangs, like if they were younger, like yeah, younger. a bit younger, yeah. Uh, I think the oldest guy in that whole thing retired at 21. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, you have all the big schools, mm-hmm. and then you have all the gangs, and there's a lot of different gangs in it, mm-hmm. as 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 one must. Yeah. Like, uh, I think for all the local gangs in the town where it's set in, you have, of course, Buso Sensen or the front of the armament. Mm-hmm. Or the armed front, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I read the tra- I, mean, I read the fan translated versions from Bancho Scan, so that's, they just say TFOA. And it does, they, they do have it abbreviated as TFOA, so I do believe it literally translates to the front of the armament. Okay. I uh, know they have that whole greaser vibe, okay. vibe leather jackets. Everyone in that universe has pompadours. So. Nice. Oh, I mean, that's that's a weird genetic trait to have. So all the all of them look, <laughs> none of them look like high schoolers. So wait, yeah. they all look like pompadours. Oh. Die. Anyway. Wow. So there's a, just a bunch of bennies. Damn, that would be pretty cool, actually. Anyways. and That would be pretty cool. After that, you have... Um, <laughs> Go ahead. The, the, there's... You know, there's Hiaki, and they have that classic Bosozoku vibe going. They wear the the large Gyakuran jackets with mm-hmm. the Tabi sock, with the Tabi shoes. I don't know why the hell they don't wear the Tabi shoes or whatever the hell they wear. What's wrong with shoes? The split? Yeah, split toe. That's fine. And yeah. 
Okay, which yeah, one? They're, they're, oh, they're the whole classic okay. biker gang. Mm-hmm. Five, same with some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think, I think one of my favorite ones is is uh, the TFOA lookalike EMOD, which is Evil Moth of Death. So it's Killer Moth. Basically, yeah, they're all Killer Moths. A group of Killer Moths. Yeah, Mothman. Sounds like a a lot of copyright infringement. You don't call it Killer Moth. Yeah, but Killer um, Moth. And <laughs> <laughs> you put the S at the end, so yeah. that way it won't. Be it won't be okay. Okay, that's mm-hmm. why they call it EMOD. There you go. And and, 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 and it's just so much more to it, to it than just the gang wars and the fighting. There's also these. It tells it tells the story of like, you don't have. To follow the path that society expects you to follow, you don't have to let what the achievements of others, as an example for what achievements you make for yourself. And you know these are kids that come from real shitty situations or got themselves into really shitty situations, uh-huh. and they carve out whatever they can for themselves. You know, like for the first time in my life when I started reading that, I realized like, why the hell am I so obsessed with wanting to quote unquote do right? When who am I doing right for? And I look at these characters, and like there's this one guy named Toranosuke or Tora, uh-huh. and like towards the end of the series, his dream is. Mind you, this is I mean, this this series went from 2001 to 2013. I was that dedicated to that fucking series, uh. and this is the second iteration, the worst. I keep saying this, but read crows before you read worst. Okay. Um, and towards the end of the series, Tor is like, "There's this hamburger place, burger place that's really good." Good, and he says, and the guy says, "I could I can work there." There, I'm like. So, so that's it. You just want to spend your life working at a burger shop, and he's so happy. Hmm. And everyone else is happy for him, you know? Okay. And isn't that all we really want out of life? Hey, the guy just wants to make burgers. I just want the guy just The guy just wants... I just want walk. I heard you the first time. I ignored you. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, it's just like... I told you that song's been on my mind for three weeks. Sure. Song. Yes. You don't have to... Get a high-paying job to say you're successful in life. Nope. No. You don't have to. You have to do a podcast every week to say you're successful in life. Nope. You <laughs> gotta <laughs> eat well, sleep well, live well. Exactly. Love, live, laugh. No. Or <laughs> <laughs> the live, love, laugh. Laugh, live, love. Long. Laugh, live, love, long. I just realized yeah, something. That's what it's all about. But we're good. We're pretty good. I'll, 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 I'll fix it. What? What? I think we're recording on the laptop. Said <laughs> the actual mic. Oh my god! Because <laughs> I saw the mic, I'm like, wait a second. Wait. That light's not on. 
the light hasn't been on this whole time? No. It's been recorded, but we're probably recording on the laptop. Oh, we probably sound like shit. It looks like it's picking up well. Well, I'm pretty close to it, so. I know they can hear you just fine. Yeah. Oh, you pick up very well, too. No, everyone picks up very well. Oh, okay. Oh! Oh, that proves it. Is this the real life? Shut up. Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide of escape from reality. <laughs> Open your eyes, look, look up, up to the, the skies, and see. I'm just a poor boy. I need no sympathy, cause I'm easy come, easy go. Little high, little low. Anywhere the wind blows doesn't really matter to me. To me. Mama just killed a man. Put a gun against his head. Pulled my shirt and now he's dead. Mama, life has just begun. <laughs> and now we're going to We get sued for this. I no, know. it's not going up on the site, so we can record ourselves doing whatever the fuck we want. That's true, huh? Cool, cool. That's true, that's true. Yeah. All right. Okay. Great. Cool. All right. Warriors, right? Wait, what were we talking about? We're talking about... I was talking about crow. Yeah, crow yeah, words. Just, just the the. Oh, it's funny because each one's a bit, a bit different. Like I think worse took it a bit more seriously because there was a lot of heavy drum dramatic moments between all the characters individually. Uh-huh. Whereas worse is just dumbass kids being dumbass kids. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Except they were like borderline criminals. They were criminals. Yeah, they were, they were criminals. Even though like. Well, no, the warriors were definitely criminals. They were definitely like, criminals. Was like, the main character of Crow is Boya Haramichi. He's, he's a delightful character, but you have to understand he's also a thug and a kleptomaniac. Because in every other scene you see, I think one of my favorite ones is like this panel of, of Boya. And he's like, there's a girl, there's a guy standing on his bi- by his bike on a payphone. Yeah. And a girl's passing by on his bike, and then you see Harumichi running after her with all his might, because that's one of his things. He's a skirt chaser, mm-hmm. and then he stops and sees the guy's bike, and then a, a brief exchange occurs, and it ends with him kicking the guy and taking his bike, and then the next panel, he's pedaling backwards with a police officer chasing him, <laughs> and the police officer knocks the guy whose bike was stolen over the railing, uh-huh. and he just falls over. And he's just chasing after Harumichi. That's interesting. <laughs> and like, and there are so many other incidents where he just randomly steals people's vehicles. Yeah, you, I, that sounds like a lot of. That sounds like an anime. It yeah, is, it's a manga. That sounds like a. That sounds like Japan. Yeah. Hold on, let me pause it real quick. We'll be right back. We don't have after these stuff. messages. After these messages, we'll be right back. Welcome back. Hey, I fixed the mic. 
good job, good job. Thank you. Even though it took us like five minutes after the fact, <laughs> after singing Queen. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we took, a, took a short interlude there. We, we were singing some Bohemian Rhapsody there. Yeah. Oh, I'm keeping that in. Due to technical difficulties. Um, I mean, we're not that big, and we didn't sing the whole song. We didn't sing it accurately at all. That's fine. No, not really. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think we can get copyright struck over that. I'm not. I can't. I can't. I, I, can't, I can't do Freddie Mercury, man. No one we, can. No one can. Nobody can do Mr. Fahrenheit. That's when they remade um, the Highlander thing. I was highly disappointed. I was so pissed. That is my favorite Queen song of all time. Of course. Here we are, born to be kings. We're the princes of the universe. Fun. Here we belong, and we're still doing fighting it. to survive in the world with the darkest power. Yeah, down, down, down. I feel like that's all gonna be cut out. Why? It's not. Why did I sit okay. down with you guys today? Because you like us. You love Reasons. us. You need us. We're inside you. I'm not. I know he isn't. Like, like dude, I'm phrasing. Not. Oh, no, I'm in your mind. It's too late. It's too mind. late. It's way too late. It's too late, but I'm in your mind. Like Lovecraft. I hope so. What's this about Lovecraft? It, oh, I didn't mean to make that segue. Oh. Like, real quick. Um, the Warriors. Tentacles. The Warriors, great game. Um, for those of you who are, of course... Um, offended by the F word. They say it, but it's only towards Ajax. So if y'all want to hate Ajax, hate Ajax for multiple okay. reasons. They, yeah, they keep it to Ajax saying that word. I thought the wrong word. What? The other word. Like the yeah. word, the, that word we A all A bundle of sticks. Yes. Not rehearsed. <laughs> Not rehearsed. Um, hell, if you sound good on those Queen songs, that wasn't rehearsed either. Not at all. Not, Not at all. terrible. Call us. Not bad. We'll be like uh, Ice JJ Fish and have our own album. Oh, no. Don't compare us to that trash. No, actually, we're better than our own. Yes. Yeah. There's something about you, girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, hated the, I hated the fact that someone made me watch that video, and then I knew exactly where that video was shot. Me too. I, duh. There's a reason why he's called Ice JJ Fish. Yeah. Uh. No. I hate him. I hate him so much. Okay. See the wind light. All I know is girl. I'm glad this isn't gonna get copyright struck. <laughs> Cause I'm not paying that man. Nothing. <laughs> yo, I'm not paying that man. <laughs> he gonna be like, yo, y'all stole my music. Bitch, you can't no, see. We didn't. <laughs> no, we didn't. We made your music sound better. Exactly. We harmonized it. Uh, exactly. I was not a part of this. Look, we'll go to JJ's fish and get you like a large catfish nugget. What do you say? Ah, he can get. A two-piece dart. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's disrespectful. <laughs> bro, you don't get like four wings to get a two-piece dart, bro? Yeah. Damn. Damn. Nothing against dark meat, but dang. I know. Mad disrespectful. <laughs> like his singing. Finally, <laughs> But that man has three albums. I've never even heard anything past song one. Yeah, he has three albums. Okay. <laughs> Who gave this man studio time? 
If you pay money, they're gonna yeah, get like, studio. That's true. Rebecca, who gave him money? Like, <laughs> if Rebecca Black proved anything, yo, Rebecca Black wasn't that bad. No, yeah, her her song was just terrible writing. Seven. It wasn't her. It wasn't her singing. She's yeah. not that bad of a singer. Yeah, like she actually can't. I forgot what show it was. I think it was the. Uh, was that show where they turn around? They just turn around if they liked her song. Uh, the voice. I the think? voice. Yeah, I think she was on the voice. I want to say she didn't sound bad at all. Yeah, she she actually is a pretty good singer. Yeah, actually, um, and she even made her own song called Saturday, which actually wasn't half bad. Actually, not the best song in the world. Yeah, it's not the best song in the world, but it wasn't bad. Okay, I will agree. It's not, maybe it's because I kept watching that dub version of it of the music video. <laughs> Wait, was it the um uh Brock dubs? Yeah, was it was, was that one uh. Not Christopher Lambert. What the fuck? Christopher Walken. Was it that one? No, it was like one where this dude just like did his own dub oh. to the to the to the music video, mm. and, it, <laughs> and it just ends with like because it's all a bunch of kids in a car. Oh, that is the right one because he sounds because like, they crash and then towards the end and it's just like this little it's this this uh, clip of a car tumbling off a cliff. <laughs> that is the same one. I think because if she sounded like Christopher Walken, no, it's I was like, thinking it. Getting up at seven in the morning. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, Christopher that's Walken. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so we're talking about the same one. Yeah. So like waking, waking up in the morning, seven a.m. Gotta have my ball. Gotta have cereal. We're kids and we're driving. <laughs> okay, my hand is a dolphin. <laughs> my hand is a dolphin. Anyway, I haven't seen that in so long. We'll show it to you. 7 a.m. I'm waking up in the morning. Gotta go bed. Gotta go down. Why are you saying <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm saying. I feel like you you really want to do like Take a scene on podcast or something. I mean, that's pretty much as a musical. So I had my drink. I just wish Theo and Joy were here. Yeah. Yeah. They are missed. Indeed, they're missed. We miss you guys. They would totally. They would. They would totally band together with me and Thomas and stop you. No, you can't stop me. You're not P Diddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course I am. <laughs> no, Brave you can't man. stop me. The time is now. You you just claimed that you were a P Diddy. No, you're right. I'm not. I'm Biggie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Biggie. He got stopped. Moving past that. Yeah. <laughs> we should. Just, just give me one more chance. You're still on this. <laughs> Are you hypnotized? No. Ha! Law. Oh. I don't know, but I guess Christmas did miss us at one point. Yeah. Um, that's the saddest lyric. Yeah. That sucked. It's like Santa Claus looked at your house and was like, I am not going to the ghetto today. Uh, no. I'm not going straight to the ghetto today. <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus. Yeah. Go straight to the ghetto. Nah. <laughs> like, nah. Nah. No. Uh, well, well, you were saying something about Lovecraft. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something about tentacles. Um, Indeed. So I watched the first two and a half episodes of Lovecraft, of Lovecraft Country. Okay. So. Thoughts? Thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts. Okay, because I haven't seen any of the show. So, okay. So, as you probably know, I'm sure everyone knows, and shout out to Biographics for doing a great video on H.P. Lovecraft addressing all of H.P. Lovecraft. Of course, he is a 
known racist. Actually, he didn't like immigrants at all. So he didn't like black people. He didn't like immigrants. Like Lovecraft's views were easily displayed in his writing. Yeah. Uh, there's one particular set of characters known as the Night Gaunts, mm-hmm. which were clearly inspired by his utter fear and disgust of a certain something. Yeah. A yeah. certain people, if you will. And even in the show, they addressed one of his books that pretty much, um, I forget the name of it, but it was pretty much like the biology of the Negro, but it was like portraying black people as like parents being monsters. Um, yeah. And they addressed it in the show. They mentioned that like, yeah, Lovecraft didn't like black people too much. He didn't like immigrants too much. And again, shout outs to biographics. Great. The YouTube channel if you want if you love if you love history and want to learn more about people within history. Um he has videos on uh like the pretty much all the pirates, Captain Kid, Blackbeard, did a great video on HP Lovecraft, um, did a great video on uh Aleister Crowley, which is one of my favorites. Aleister Crowley was kind of uh interesting yeah. person. Very no, if you very interesting person. <laughs> like you can't put everything into a thirty minute video, but Based off what he put in that video, I'm like, yeah, he was a very interesting person. That's the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, was he crazy? Depends on your definition of crazy. Yeah, like, it, it's really weird that we just did pretty much the exact same thing. Like, he... I, mm, I'm like, there's a reason why he's yeah. the bad guy in Nightmare Creatures. Yeah. Shouts okay. to Nightmare Creatures, which is a scary game for N64. Okay. So Damn, I want to play Nightmare Creatures now. So many games. Nightmare Creatures is great. N64. Let's do a Let's Play of Nightmare Creatures one day. We should do a Let's Play. We we could totally go to the exchange and see if they have an N64 up up for sale. Or we could get it through Bandit Means. Yeah, there is that. But I I still have my N64, so... And I still have Nightmare Creatures, too. I still have... I just found my uh, Sega Genesis, like I showed you on a couple days ago. Two six-button controllers. Did you hear about Atari making a new console? I heard about that news, but I didn't know if it was new. I didn't look into it. If it was real or not. Yeah, I didn't look into it. Yeah, because it was... It doesn't make sense for Atari to just be like, hey, we're going to put out a console right now. Right. And I didn't, and like, I know they were coming out with a a console, but I just thought it was going to be like a whole nother Atari. Yeah. Like, just I thought it was going to be like the the Super Nintendo Mini. Yeah, like the Minis, yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought it was going to be. Me too. So is it like an official? That's what, I don't know. I haven't followed it up yet. I had to follow up with it, but, um, Mm -hmm. that's just like... I remember like reading the article like PS5 I've launched on Atari comes out with a new console. I'm like, how many years has it been? Too many. But you, you, you still exist? Yeah. Yeah. Because don't they publish? Because at one point I thought they were publishing Dragon Ball games at one point. Right? Uh, they were at one point and then they got bought out by Bandai Namco. Of course. Recently subbed to Arxis Systems as uh, you should know. Of course. So, which yeah. I touched Fighters. it last night. Oh, touched fighters last night. Got back into that. How, how did it feel? It felt great. I was yeah. in training mode for like ten minutes. I was like, oh, this it, feels it, good. It feels good when you just like get back into it, but you don't have anyone to play. Yeah, and then you're just like, oh, and turn it off. And the thing is, I'm like, I looked at my color rating. I'm like, why am I at green? Oh yeah, because last time I was on here, I was fighting a bunch of great guys, and they were kicking my ass. 
Yeah. So I was I, trying to get back into it. I dropped from orange to yellow. Yeah, see, I was when I was into it heavy, I was dwindling between orange and pink. Mm-hmm. So, like, now I just feel like a doofus because I'm like, damn, I'm back to green. Yeah, because yeah. I was fighting these guys. They were good at selling. They probably didn't stop. They probably kept playing the game. Yeah. Oh, there's there's some people that I've, I have played, mm-hmm. and I see them on other YouTubers' uh, channels now yeah. getting destroyed most of the time. Yeah. But still, it's like, yo, they are way better than I am now, and I used to crush them. See, the thing, right. Actually, I had that um, experience back in Tekken 7. So there's a point where I was taking, playing, not Tekken 7, I was playing Tekken 6, because mm-hmm. this is in the early 2010s. Um, I, as you know, I'm a Lily player. And Lily is like the first character that I learned just like the back of my hand. Played Tekken 6 so much. I wouldn't say I was the best Lily player, but I was pretty damn good. Right. Hell, I'm pretty still pretty damn good now. Um, but I remember playing against this one Lily player. Sorry. Don't know why my music just started playing. <laughs> like, at all. Today is a weird day. Oh, my God. My music just literally started. It was just like... I, I, I just checked it, uh, was checking for time. Yeah. And my music just started playing. I literally opened up to the screen of this. And then my music starts playing. It was like, hey, you guys want to have a rap battle? <laughs> like, no. Uh, no, no. I don't want to listen to you right now. <laughs> but um, what was I saying? Something about... Anywho. But yeah. Um, but yeah. What was I going to say? Yeah. So right now I'm rocking with... Um, Oh, you were talking about uh, playing Tekken 6. Yeah, playing Tekken 6. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, playing Tekken 6. Um, and then I fought this Lily player. This was like pretty much where I was at one point. Mm-hmm. Seeing so, you know, all at the floor with him. He wasn't outright bad, but I'm like, okay, I take you at least, at least a little bit seriously. And you can tell, like, I fought him again, but I took a break from Tekken 6. Oh. Of course, around that time I was in school. Yeah. So I had to c- commit to my studies. And I'm like, okay, let's hop back online. And you could tell me and him watched the same uh, Kane videos, who's actually a Lily player. I, I've been in that match before. Oh, yes. Oh, not with a Lily player. It was me in Street Fighter against another Ken player. Uh, and I don't remember who the player was at the time. But I was heavily watching him. And I definitely noticed this other guy was watching him too as we were playing. Yeah. It was the same combo, same movements. Everything. And the, and the thing is, like, the, like again, my experience with that is the fact that, like, so, okay, so Kane, I don't know if he, I doubt he plays Tekken anymore, or at least, I don't know oh, if he like, in, um, competitively, because I haven't seen none of his videos, nor have I heard his name in a while. Um, he, uh, would always do, like, Lily's, uh, charge move at the end of every round. Like, mm-hmm. when you KO you, he would always do the charge move. Yeah. And if you watch a Kane video, you just know that's what you do. So, <laughs> he act, So I come back to Tekken, run into that same player with the same costume and everything. He wipes, he kicks my ass. And he does the whole charge. And I'm like, yo, you watch those videos too? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I see you, bro. I see you. I definitely had a moment like that too. Yeah. I, I saw somebody do a combo and I was like, wait, no, this combo was just in this video. Yo, right. you watch him? Are you watching him too? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then like, we yeah. Started- we started by playing each other a little bit more. And yeah. I lost contact with that dude, unfortunately. Yeah, I lost contact with a lot of, like, my quote-unquote friends. Yeah. And that's why I start stopped adding people who I have good matches with, because I'm like... Yeah, they just disappear. Yeah, I, I disappear. That too. <laughs> I just, I'm like... I, I vanish. 
Yeah, I'm like that's why I like to just have like that one good hour long stat with people. Mm-hmm. Then like just add them and say, yeah, we'll play again later. Yep. Because I'm like not that social online anymore. I mean, um, we, we're older now. We have yeah. things to do. Yeah, like I play with like at best I'll play with my brother. But shout outs to my brother. We um, we're going to play Diablo three with each other. This is my first Diablo game. Oh, so and I'm surprised he picked it up because he's more into like Call of Duty. Um, sports games. I mean, he plays, like, the geekier games, like Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy, and all that. Mm-hmm. But, like, indeed. yeah, but, like, I wasn't expecting him to say, yo, I got Diablo 3, and I'm like, Diablo 3? Really? Okay. Yeah. Like, I have some friends yeah. that played that game, and mm-hmm. they hated it at first. Yeah. But they also got it at launch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, now, yeah. I they haven't, they just haven't gotten back into it. Yeah. Um, right now, I picked up, I mean, to, to say this and to get back to our to Lovecraft Country. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, I yeah, picked... we were talking about that. Yes. <laughs> I um, I chose the Demon Hunter. Pretty much he has bows and arrows. And he okay. dual wields crossbows. Mm-hmm. And he has on a hood. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to choose that guy because he dual wields crossbows. And that's probably not accurate at all. Yeah, he probably <laughs> uses one and then switches to the other real quick. <laughs> nah, he's, he has them two. He's just Wait, like, he, he... he dual wields. He akimbo's crossbows. Yes. Beast. Exactly. He is a beast. And he's great. Nice. He's, he's amazing. Fan fantastic. Alright. So, anyway, back to Lovecraft Country. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, again, Lovecraft Country. Yeah, H.P. Lovecraft. Races, hate, immigrants. Shouts to Biographics. Um, great guy. He, um... In the show, is very love... It's very Lovecraftian in the way it's set up. Because if you've read any of Lovecraft's stories, you know it always starts off with a regular guy in a normal situation. It's a normal but not normal situation. Right. There's always some kind of weird shit going on. Um, whether you're a cop investigating a crime scene where the guy looks like he got mauled to death by something inhuman, or whether you're just walking on the beach and you just see something weird at the corner of your eye, or you dream about something weird, hmm. or you get lost at sea and come to find out you find Cthulhu's lair. It's always it always starts off normal, then it turns into some weird some weird shit. Okay. Same thing here. Uh, pretty much it's it starts this guy named Atticus. Um, pretty much a guy who came back from the war. Mm-hmm. Got a letter from his dad, pretty much saying that yo, I'm here and I need some help. So dad got kidnapped, go back home to Chicago, Southside, shout outs. Yeah. Hell yeah. And pretty much goes go see his uncle. Who's cool as hell. Which shouts to like them putting in the scene with like old people getting it on. Not like getting it on on, but like they're like in the bed talking dirty, somewhat flirting. Oh. I mean yeah. like with like like that one scene in Sirens where like they walk in on the guy, on the couple getting it on because as he's getting it on, like her life alert thing goes off. Oh, I do remember that. That was a good one. Well, they didn't have Life Alert back then. It was in the 1950s. No, I know. I know. It's like, I'm just saying, it's like, yeah. It's like one of those scenes. Yeah. But it wasn't, it was more like, okay, so they weren't getting it on, I should say. They were doing dirty talk and flirting while also talking about how he has to go out of town and do like another uh, article. Because he he goes around doing like um, travel articles. Mm-hmm. About where to go and where not to go. Um, and, I mean, you hear them getting it on because their daughter outside of the room hears them. And she's like, ew. 
<laughs> it goes in the kitchen because she's drawing her little comic book and you just hear them it's like oh ew yeah <laughs> yeah good, good move on getting away from that kid yeah then next thing you know Atticus comes through the windows and like yo yo dogs I'm home and everyone's all happy and shit you said through the windows yeah so you know those fire escapes on the buildings he came yeah. through those so, why, why didn't he use the door <laughs> Those fire skips on the window, the buildings, he used those. Wait, but why didn't he use the door? You know those fire skips on the buildings? I don't know. I've always always thought of trying that at least once. But the buildings in Chicago are less accommodating. Yeah, Yeah. there's not too many buildings that have them anymore. I used to live in a building that did have some on the outside, and Mm. they were super rusted when I lived there back when I was six. Yeah, it's like, if you got one, make sure it's up to par because that thing could fall while you're trying to escape from a fire. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so... But anyway, yeah, he came through the window. <laughs> um, Alright. <laughs> he came through the window. Continue. I, I'll leave it at that. Um, but yeah, so... He talks to his uncle, pretty much the guy who was getting it on, who was his wife. Mm-hmm. It's his uncle. And talks to his uncle. And they pretty much said, like, yo, okay, your dad's missing... Blah, blah, blah. Pretty much his dad doesn't like him. Harsh bring up and all that. But you know, okay. his, his uncle, compassionate guy. Yeah. Has his flaws too, but whatever, compassionate. Mm-hmm. And he says, um, like, okay, let's go ahead and find your dad. His dad is in this place called Arda. So, him and this, this fine time. woman named Letitia, who can sing and is a badass, of course. Obviously. And it's implied that She's a part. She's a part of the movement, but she's not really being honest with her family about it. Mm. Like I don't know how deep that gets. I'll get into that as I watch more of it. But right. she gets in. But there's one point in the show where she talks with her sister. Well, she first meets her sister, and they do like a singing thing because her sister sings for like the block club and everything. Okay, and they join and. Her sister only give her like two nights to stay with her. And you're wondering like, okay, why is her sister being cold like that? You know what I'm saying? And then as they keep talking, it's implied that like she's not completely honest as to what's going on in her life. Mm. And she and her sister throws the bomb that like she missed their mom's funeral. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then you get deeper into that because late I think it was the second episode or later on in the first where they actually go to, I think it's her brother or her cousin, his house. Um, and they get into a big argument about it. And it's and again, her cousin says, like, yo, I gave you cash because you said you wanted to go home. Where did you go? Oh, I was buying these people out from jail because they were protesting. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Like, she's trying to, she's doing the right thing. Right. But I don't know if it's because she don't think, like, her family will give her the money to do it. Or not, but she's pretty much lies about what she's doing with the money. Okay. So it just seems serious on her part. And then again, he brings up the fact that she didn't come to the funeral of her mom. Mm. So that's a big lingering thing that's in the air right now as to why didn't you go to the funeral? What was going on? Mm-hmm. But but yeah, she's a pretty cool character, very interesting. Um, but yeah, so they go to Ardham, but they have to pass through what's called Lovecraft Country. Mm-hmm. So, here's the thing about Lovecraft Country. You know what a sundown town is, right? Yep, yep. sundown counties. 
Yep. Yeah, I was going to say it's a Sundown County, this one. So what they do is that they go they go through exploring. Um, and first they go to this town, right? So this town already seems fucking off because, of course, you're three black people in an all-white town in the 1950s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they act all badass. They go into this diner and everything. And, you know, there's already a guy eating there and there's a waiter. The guy, of course, gets pissed off and leaves the diner, blah, 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 whatever. And then the waiter, skinny guy, he's just wimpy. And then he's hesitant to serve the black folks, so he goes in the back. And while the black guys are talking, they're like, you know, that waiter's taking so long. And Letitia's like, let me just go to the ladies' room. She had to use the bathroom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Letitia, here's the waiter talking on the phone, talking about something like, yo, there's three of them in here. I swear I didn't serve them. I know what happened to Miss So-and-so, because apparently something happened to Miss So-and-so, because she probably served a bunch of black people. Wow, she was just doing her job. Exactly, and got her place burned down. (laughs) Um, sounds about right yeah and then Letitia's like like oh shit and then you switch back to Atticus and his uncle talking and Letitia just comes in like yo we gotta get the hell out of here right the fuck now (laughs) so (laughs) they get out and it's funny because his uncle just snatches up the free candy before he leaves (laughs) and it's like bruh really is that really dead I understand, bro. Like, free mints. Yeah, like, black people gotta leave out with something free, don't y'all? Even in the middle of being hunted. In the middle of being hunted. That's the free candy. He's like, Like, Uncle, come on. I'm like, bro, I gotta get these free mints. How how do you know if, you know, they're gonna be followed by dogs? That might help them out. That might throw them off the seat. That's for later. (laughs) Wait, I didn't see the episode either. So, I probably shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, I'm only gonna talk about the first episode. Okay. Let me hand that the second. Again, I didn't finish the whole season yet, but anyway. Yeah, so they get, get the fuck in the car. Letitia just pulls up. The two guys get in the car, and then they fucking drive off because guess who's coming in behind them? Not only the cops, but two guys with guns in their truck. So now this turns into a high-speed chase where Letitia's driving. And uncle's like, he's old school. Uncle's like, yo, let me drive. And Letitia says the most badass line ever. She's like, I'm Letitia motherfucking white. Let me fucking drive. I'm like, yo, <laughs> this girl is badass. Okay, Letitia White. Oh, I, th- I think it's right. But anyway, she's, I'm Letitia hey, motherfucking I'm right. right. Look, <laughs> let me fucking drive. I'm a right. Hey, there you go. You got it right. And she went right. Because she actually went left. But anyway, she went right <laughs> and got rid of their ass. Actually, so they got rid of them. But the thing, the, the, the reason why they got rid of them was because this mysterious car, this mysterious Bentley, drove in front of them the people who were chasing them mm-hmm. and just had them crash into the point where like the car flipped over twice obviously they're dead oh cool then and the, keep in mind this mysterious car is fine mm-hmm. no scratch at all okay girl get out the car it's this white girl blonde hair blue eyes nice church hat but her eyes seem weird as hell she has this weird stare okay and then Atticus is looking at her like what the fudge is going on or he probably knows who knows Mm-hmm. Oh, one thing I didn't say about Atticus is that it's implied that on his mom's side, there's something mysterious going on. Like, he's like the, um, like he's a descendant from something. Oh, okay. Kind of like uh, the black girl in uh, Sabrina. Yeah. So, I didn't see Sabrina, but yeah, I'm sure. It's like oh, yeah. She, she's she got this power that is passed along through her family. It's called the Sight. 
uh, she's going blind, but she can. She's basically a clairvoyant. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, something similar to that. Um, I'll touch on that later because again, don't want to explain the whole thing. Right, pretty much what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, from there they go to to uh, Letitia's cousin or brother's house. They do that, and then what they do is that they're, again they're trying to find Artem, and they're just rolling around the country again, Sundown County, Lovecraft Country. Mm-hmm. So it's about to be sunset, and they're just rolling around trying to find this road to get to the place they're trying to get to to find his dad. So you know they get frustrated, park, take a walk. Ooh. Him and Letitia, him and Alexis and Letitia, they don't walk too far from the car. It's literally like across the street. So Atticus and Letitia, you know, they joke around about Unk and everything, and come, and there's a cop that rolls up behind them. Nope. Yep. The cop does his whole racist thing, like, "Yo, what are you guys doing here? You know, this is a sundown county. Like, y'all can't be here past sundown. It's about to be sundown in like ten minutes." And they're like, "Yo, like, let's go ahead and get out of here. Let's go. Let's go north. That way we can get out of this county." And he says, "Like, look." If y'all, if I see y'all speeding, I'm gonna pull y'all over. Obviously, trying to de- de- delay yeah. them, um, so they can't go past 25 miles an hour. So it's like the, so. <laughs> so yeah. speed anyway. They can't because he'll pull them over. Keep going. Yeah. Jesus. Like, <laughs> oh, they're in the pull car. Over. Like they're in the car. No. <laughs> okay, so it's like you could make the argument that like it's a difference between. Back then, at least, white people doing that and black people That's doing that That's in the fair. country. So it's like, yo, if I'm doing that, you'll probably call your other cop buddies to tell them to come get me. And next thing you know, I'm lynched. True. Yeah. But yeah. you're probably lynched anyway. Exactly. Which goes into the next point. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've seen this show, but I've never seen it. Because it's every single, okay, it's every single, like, southern black people in the south show you've seen. Or movie you've seen. Okay. You know the, the races are on bullshit. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, so the cop tells Atticus say like, because they, they need to do a U-turn, and the cop just again humiliates Atticus saying like, yo, if you say that this, just say please, sir, can this smart nigger make a U-turn? <laughs> and Atticus has to say it because if he doesn't, you got your girl in the car. Not really his girl, but you you know got your yeah. love interest in the car. You got your uncle in the car. What are you going to do? So he says it, does the U-turn. The man follows them at 25 miles per hour. It's literally like the slowest, intense car chase I've ever seen in my life. And they go past the county line. They're good. They celebrate. But you know what happens. Tell them what happens. I'm going to say they still get pulled over anyway. Close. Uh, There's a blockade. Oh, with cops. Oh, yeah. Okay, so they can't even leave. <laughs> they couldn't even. They were past the of. county line. They said if they were past the county line, they would be good. Yep. Past that county line, they they block the block. They block them. I'm like, what the hell? Wow. Yeah. So what they do? They take them out the car, do their whole um, racist white cop thing, saying like, yo, there were like three people that match your description robbing places. Yep. And by accident, because they know the sheriff, because they investigate the sheriff. Mm-hmm. So Atticus, dumb stuff, mentions the sheriff's name. And that digs them in a deeper hole. He's smart, but that wasn't a smart move. No, you don't name names. Exactly. 
You gotta play the pro uh, the pronoun game. Gotta play the pronoun game. So, but fortunately for them, other things. Fortunately for them, that's where those lovely dogs come in. But they're not dogs. They're big, big giant creatures mm-hmm. that have sharp tails, sharp nails, and sharp teeth. Okay. That walk that runs on all fours and has multiple eyes. Not a chupacabra. Not a chupacabra. I don't know if this is an, an existing Lovecraftian creature or if this is something new for the show. Um, but it's very Lovecraftian. Yeah, it's, it seems like it, and I can't think of yeah. any creature. I was like thinking that. like I mean they they do a shout out to Shogoth, who's like a blob with multiple eyes, but they're not. I, yeah, that's that's like the closest thing that I would see. Yeah, to, but. It wasn't like dog-like. Like Atticus literally mentioned Shogoth by name. So perhaps it's like, like an, an an off an offspring of Shogoth or something. It like could that. be, but again, I don't know. But they're not blobs. Or they're actual like of some sort. Yeah, they're actual like dogs. Yeah. And the thing is, like, of course, they rip apart the racist white cops, and of course, two of them. Of course, you have Atticus and and Tisha. They go into this cabin, and then, of course, you know, the, there's one cop that's fine, and another cop that's been, like, his whole arm is just gone. Or at least it's, like, sl- or at least it's been bit to the point where it's literally holding on by, like, a piece of meat. Meat, yeah. So wow. they go into this cabin, they block it, and, you know, Unk tripped, but he did the smart thing, and he laid low until they were gone. Good. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've been waiting for someone to do that in some poor yes. thing. Just trip. All right, stay there. Lay low. And they're gone. Yeah. Like, and then he snuck with her. Okay, now's my chance. Grabbed the flashlight that was in one of the cops' hand that was chopped off. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> um, Recycling. And then. <laughs> <laughs> Recycling. Nice. <laughs> and then he goes into the cabin, finds them. Is like, yo, um, what up? And then they talk about it. Um, they mention actually what's cool about this show is that like again both of all of the black people in here are smart so they, they read books and stuff mm-hmm. and they actually mention Dracula like, that, like they'll mention like books from back in the day like old books like the uh, oh. Count of Monte Cristo for example right. uh, They and they talk about Bram Stoker's Dracula and he was saying like yo what these things are like vampires they hate light right so they're like okay well, light could be their weakness because that explains why we haven't seen them during the daytime right. and why we're seeing them now so, Attic is like, okay, I'll go get the light and the flares and everything from the car and then bring it back here. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, the, the cop who has his arm chopped off, mind you, is like, no, I don't want you. You're too smart. I don't want you to think that you can just get out of here and run. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So, I want the girl to go. And it's like, ah, oh, fuck. No. And Atticus is like, no, I don't want her to go. I need to go. And Tisha's like, look. I'll go, you know, I'm the best in the track team. Pretty much making a joke. Yeah. In a horrible situation. Oh. <laughs> the mechanisms that we have. We all have. Exactly. <laughs> so, she... So, of course, she runs to the car. And then, you know, obviously the things are chasing after her. She runs to the car and gets there just in time. It does the whole thing where one of the monsters is jumping, about to jump towards the car, turns on the light, scares it away, it digs through the ground. Mm. Come to find out, another one just hops right on her, uh, on the car, 
but she's able to get rid of that one. Okay. Now, me in the meantime, the cop who had his arm chopped off starts to feel a bit sick. And if, you, if you're paying close attention, you notice he starts to deteriorate as time goes on. Like mm-hmm. his skin starts to peel a lot and get scaly, but it's very subtle until this point. And then Unc mentions to Atticus, like, yo, something's wrong with this dude. Looking at him, and he's in the corner in pain. Now you already know what that means. Mm. And he says, yo, Attic- yo, Atticus, look at this. Remember what happened in, uh, you know what happens to vampires when they get bit? Like in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, he starts to turn into one of the creatures. <laughs> yes. So, awesome. kills, he kills the other cop. And... When he's about to attack Atticus and Uncle, Letitia just comes through with a car, pretty much pull, pretty much right into the monster. Billy Butcher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, he Billy Butchers that dude. Oh, um, so you started watching it. I have been starting watching it. Yes. yes. Nice. Now we're going to officially do our uh, oh, spoiler cast. That. I'll start binging that tonight. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, once you, Theo, and... Oh, no, that's all. We're going to watch it. Yeah, because I, we'll, I know Joy we'll said she's not cast. interested. Yeah. yeah, we'll do a spoiler cast, definitely. Um, that's something we'll have to do extra. Um, but anywho. Um, but yeah, Letitia saves the day. Everyone gets in the car. But the thing is that, like, of course, they're surrounded at this point. All the monsters are surrounding them. Then suddenly you hear this whistle. And, they, and then they get called off. So... They get back on the road, covered in blood, and they found the place that they're looking for, Artem, which is this giant, big, flipping mansion. A giant, big, Lovecraftian mansion. Awesome. That just looks too Wait, perfect wait, wait, to wait, be wait, true. Wait, wait, what's, it, what's it called? Artem. So A-R-D-A-M. Artem. Yeah. They couldn't go with Arkham? It's funny. Because originally they called it Arkham. Yeah, because that's, that's, where, that's where almost all of Lovecraft's works are set in Arkham, Massachusetts. But, yeah. they played it, but they played it off by saying that his dad had horrible handwriting, so his D looked like a K. <laughs> so they originally called so it, it Arkham. Arkham. But it's no. Arkham because he can't write. No, it was a no. It's Ardom, but it was, at first it was Arkham because he can't write. Oh, okay. okay. So they called him Arkham at first. Atticus looked at the letter. It looked like Arkham, but then his uncle looked at it closely and was like, no, that's our dumb. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. That's how they're getting away. They're getting around it. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Even though, like, Lovecraft, I think, is, like... Um, uh, I think it's now in uh, uh, public domain. Yeah, I think it's public domain now, but, you know, they're probably... I'm sure they're turning this into... Rocksteady being pissed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arkham Wait. Asylum. Right. But, um... say a fine Ardom. And again... They go to the place covered in blood. And guess who's open the door? The girl? No. Close. Very close. His it's, father? No. Oh. It's, it's it's a white guy, blue eyes, blonde hair, again, having the same dead stare as the girl. So, you find out. I mean, you do find out that the girl is a part of whatever the hell this is, because you mm-hmm. see her car parked out in front. Yes. Um, and... They asked, like, oh, are you related to... I forget what their last name is. But, like, are you related to that girl? And he's like, no, we're... She's the girl, and she's my friend. We're friends. Pretty much implying that they're not committed, but they're probably shanking on the low. Yeah. So, to go into the second episode real quick, I don't know if 
you know, this going on for too long, but whatever. I mean, it probably has, but yeah, yeah, but, not um, that long. We're right at five thirty. But um, real quick, second episode goes into the society portion of what's going on. Again, if you really love crap, you know, Innsmouth. Innsmouth. Pretty much creepy ass people, Cthulhu, the deep ones, Cthulhu. the cults, and all of that. Mm. This is where you see the cult. So again, relating to Lovecraft in the 1950s, of course, and of course slavery and all of that, this temple or this mansion was created by, again, I forget the guy's name, but he was pretty much leader of a cult at the same time, a slave master who treated his slaves kindly. So, to make a long <laughs> story. That seems very never hypocritical. Tr- never trust a smiling plantation owner. Yes. Especially if he's a part of a cult. Also, his name isn't Candy, right? No. Okay. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> At first, you had my curiosity. <laughs> now, you have my attention. So, at this point, they pretty much are their welcome guests, but something's not right. So, in the beginning, right, Letitia finds all these clothes. Nice clothes, too. That's just her size. Mm-hmm. Uncle finds all of his favorite books on the shelf. Oh, dear. Atticus is sitting there like, this shit ain't right. <laughs> I mean, I was just thinking that, too. <laughs> like, that's, a, that's, you, a, that's some Hansel and Gretel shit right there. Yeah. Not even Hansel and Gretel. This is full-on, like, uh, what's her name with Three Bears? The, um, the, the one who did Breaking and Entering and, and Masked <laughs> Out. Uh, Goldilocks? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> except they were invited in. Yeah, except they, they were invited in. But yeah. it's basically like Goldilocks because everything is like, okay, they found the perfect things for them. Exactly. And what's even more mysterious is the fact that, you know, they're serving them just like you normally would. And I think, again, keep in mind, they're white, so it's already... Yeah, that, that's what I was... Okay. And already in this show, you know, a lot of white people are stay suspicious of. Mm-hmm. I hear the ending maybe a bit controversial, but I don't know. I haven't seen it. Um, probably won't talk about that later. But again, with his creepy, weird stare, he tells them when lunchtime is and when dinner time is. So they go to lunch, and you know they have a talk about what happened last night. But guess what? Guess who don't remember about last night? Them. Everyone except Atticus. Wait, what? Why, why is he the only one that remembers? Long story short, it's a spell. Oh. So they put a, got a spell put on them. So to um, kind of fast forward a little bit, when it comes to those Lovecraftian dogs, there's a spell put on them to where if anyone sees them, mm-hmm. they forget about it when they go away. Oh. So that's why, like... Atticus is the only one who remembers. Well, obviously, it's something special about Atticus. Yeah. So, of course, he's going to remember. But the other two is like, okay, what are you talking about, Atticus? Because they were literally, Atticus was trying to tell him, like, yo, y'all don't remember these dogs that we were fighting against. They ripped apart the policemen. We were running away from them. We were covered in blood. And they're like, dude, what are you talking about? And when he walks away, you know, they start saying, like, oh, he's maybe he's shell shocked from the war, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Atticus is like, no, I'm not shell shocked because he overhears them. And, like, he's like, bro, we're just making sure you're okay. And then what happens is that as they're walking, they, he hears the whistle they heard that night. So he runs over to where the whistle was. It's this lady with these two dogs. Again, another blonde hair, yeah, weird, starey-eyed, blue-eyed white lady. Obviously, something's going on here. 
Um, and of course, Axe is like, yo, where'd you get that whistle from? Blah, blah, blah. Pretty much being hyped up because he's frustrated. He's mad. He's like, yeah. what the fuck is going on here? And the dogs are barking at him. And like, the lady calls them off, tell them what the whistle's for, for the dogs. Mm-hmm. And like, tell them. And then right behind her is like a stone tower full of like meat and stuff. So she opens the stone tower, tell them what it's for, put the dogs in there. And pretty much again tells them like, yo, um, you know, we don't have grizzlies around here, but we do have black bears. You know, black bears are think they're smart. Yeah. They think they're like cunning. You know, you have to be careful with those black bears. Because they're black. They're, they're, and they're bears. There, there seems to be some sort of window there. I can't really put my finger on it, but it seems very suspicious. And those black bears better get to dinner at 7 o'clock before the sun goes down. Or else they'll miss dinner. Yeah, this, this show seems like a trip. It's a real trip. So, of course, they go back to the place. They're like, okay. So... Pop is here, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. So that tower right there, they look, took a, and again shows how smart they are, which is what I love. They took a peek into the tower. They didn't outright show it, but they were like, "Yo, you saw that tower, right? You saw mm-hmm. how like it was full of rocks. It probably has a, like a wood, like has a rock basement. That means your dad's down there, and that means if they have prisoners down there in the basement, if the dogs are barking when no one hear them say help. So they put all that together just by visiting that tower." I mean, I, I really thought about that too. Yeah, but think about it. The reason why I'm giving them compliments and saying, wow, this is a relief. Because in, in most TV shows, they would be so stupid and miss yes. it. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw The Walking Dead under the bus right now. Yes. The entire time they were looking for that little girl. Mm-hmm. And she was just the other way. Yes. And these characters are smart. From Letitia to being capable and being a badass woman. Um, to Atticus being like he's swole and he's smart as hell he reads to Uncle just being like that old wisdom mm-hmm. and yeah. it's funny one part that I missed was that like Uncle's you can tell he's like the heart of the team because Uncle gave him that pep talk because everyone's like shook and everything yeah actually for, fuck it, let me rewind a little bit because actually something happens before him before that so they go back to the mansion so Everyone's in their respective rooms waiting for dinner to start. Come to find out, this is where the crazy shit happens. So, Atticus talks to... He runs into the actual lady who helped him earlier. And pretty much explains to him, like, yo, okay. So, you're part of, like, a, you're you're somehow, some way related to the headmaster. The original guy who built this place. Oh. Uh, before it... They pretty much lit it on fire and rebuilt it. So, it's like, okay, so you're the special one. So, we definitely want to keep an eye on you. And, of course, you know, you're going to be my father. Who, by the way, when they meet, he's uh, he's getting his liver taken out, I want to say. That sounds terrible. Yeah. And then they don't want to serve it to his cult. Oh. So. <laughs> also, black people are... A food source to them. That's nice. Oh, no. It's the actual white guy. So, like, the head of the cult... Like, when you first... When Atticus first meet the head of the cult, he's literally getting his liver pulled out of him surgically. It's a white guy. Oh! Yeah. And served to Atticus's father. No, served to the cult members who are also white. Oh! 
Yeah, it's that kind of cult. Do you think he's Jesus? Yes, I'll get to that later. Anyway. Why do I keep guessing right? <laughs> I mean, most cult leaders think, think there's some kind of way. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But, Anywho. So, wait, so this guy's literally feeding his own liver to his members? Yes. Damn. But again, that's for later, because that's a badass scene, too. Um, so pretty much he talks to Atticus. They talk about, catch. you know, they talk about, like, he has a painting of, like, Genesis from the Bible and how, like, Adam was picking out all the animals and stuff like that, giving them names. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, yo, like, this is what happened in the Bible. And guess what? I'm Adam. And you guys are everyone else. And pretty much saying that, like, the hierarchy is supposed to go man, woman, and then animal. Pretty much calling Atticus an animal. <laughs> and calling his daughter the second. Which is why she tried to get into the cult, but it's called the Sons of the Light of the, of the Ancient Light. And not the Daughters of the Ancient Light. She can't join. But Atticus gets to join, because guess what? He's descended from. Exactly. But he's black, so it's awkward. Thomas, you okay? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm just <laughs> collecting myself on that. Yes, that's because the man literally says, "Like, oh, you're darker. You're darker than I thought you would be." <laughs> what? What did he expect? <laughs> thought he would be light skinned at least. Wow. Thought you would be a house negro. No, it's not always like that. No, sorry. Not always. Not always. Those jeans are strong. Indubitably. Indubitably. Um, Anywho, go back to the room, talk to the daughter, says, okay, you know, you don't want my father as an enemy. He's a very powerful enemy. Pretty much giving him a warning. But Mm -hmm. I was like, no, I had enough friends. I don't need, I don't care about having him as an enemy. And then, you know, the girl's trying to help him out. Like, look, Long story short, she's just tired of being, like, second fiddle with her dad um, because, of, because of the fact that she's a woman. Mm-hmm. And she even tells Atticus, like, yeah, look, you, I tried to get into the brotherhood my whole life. Couldn't do it. You got in because you were born a man. And even Atticus was like, look, I may have been born a man, but I've been born a black one at that. So it's like, yeah, I'm in, but... I'm not in. Right. Like, I barely got in with the skin of my teeth. And I'm, they're the only reason they're letting me in is because of the fact that I'm descendant from this white slave master. Oh, the skin in his teeth. That's, that's funny. Yes. That is funny. Yes. Ha ha. Oh, hey, ha. Ha. Anyway. Um, so to move along here, later on that night, right, before dinner time again, or before the cult meeting, I should say, where they feed the liver, um, Atticus... Atticus, Letitia, and Unk get into their own individual illusions. Pretty much, it's either their darkest desire, or it's like their most, what they most desire in the world, mm-hmm. or I guess pretty much what the flashback, their flashback is, their most memorable memory. Um, the reason why I say it's like that is because of the fact that Letitia has an illusion that Atticus is actually about to make love to her. 
Oh, and keep in mind here that Atticus is actually trapped in his room because of a spell. So you see Atticus trapped in the room because of a spell, mm-hmm. but then they play it to where like he appears in Letitia's room. Oh, that's a succubus. Oh, incubus. Yeah, well, close. Um, what happens, and then of course you switch over to Atticus, who you find out is still in his room. So then you're like, okay, something's wrong. Then come to find out this. Uh, I'm gonna say she's a Korean girl because it's, it's implied that he has something happened in Korea to him. Okay. So, because he actually calls out her name, so this Korean girl comes out the closet, attacks him, and they get into a, like a whole fight. Shoot, I'm talking guns and everything. Well, she. She brought the guns with her. Yeah, she's an illusion. So you know. Oh yeah, hammer space. Yeah. And all but that. but he already had a gun. He already had a six shooter. Oh okay. So, you know, obviously he's going to come prepared going to yeah. the South. Obviously. Um, and then, you know, Unk dreams about his wife. Because, you know, yeah. he just loves his wife. And his favorite books. Yeah. What more can you have? He's good. He's great. Um, so, <laughs> what's funny is that, like, Letitia's kissing up on Illusion Atticus. And he's about to take his pants off, right? But it points down to his crotch and you see something moving. And Letitia's like, wait a second. <laughs> Either you're excited to see me or something's wrong. <laughs> so he unbuttoned his pants and like a snake just comes out wow, about cool. to attack her. And then um, Atticus, he already knows what's up. He's fighting a random Korean chick that came out of his closet. So he's like, okay, something's wrong. I can't die here. Yeah. And then of course, Unk starts to catch up on it. And it's like, okay, this isn't my wife. These aren't my books. <laughs> These aren't my books, even though they're spelling books. This isn't my house. <laughs> this is my house. Where am I? No. But um, but all in all, everyone beats their illusions and go out the closet and they're shook, right? Mm-hmm. And the and the again, the mysterious white guy comes down and is like, yo, we're about to have dinner and a cult meeting. It's suit and ties only. Sorry, Letitia. You can't come because it's men only. Because we're sexist. Aw, yeah. 1955. <laughs> you, you had a whole film of Quagmire right there. <laughs> Good times in 1955. Oh. Indeed, indeed. So, so, and this is where I wanted to mention earlier about Unk being the heart of the team. Because everyone shook, right? Mm-hmm. But Unk is like, look. Group hug, everybody. We're going to get through this. We're strong. You know what? Atticus, you're strong as hell. And Letitia, you're Letitia motherfucking white. <laughs> he says that at least twice between episode one and two. All so right. Like, that's her official name. Letitia motherfucking white. All right. All right. That's official name. Official name now. There we go. So, go to the cult meeting slash dinner. Mm-hmm. Serves his liver. Again? <laughs> no, well, this is the first time. I just mentioned oh, it earlier okay, just okay. to like, for context. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, and he's all like, yo, here are two Negroes, one of which is descended from the slave master. So, what I didn't tell you guys is that Unk, again, smart character, real, I love how, again, I love how smart the characters are. Mm-hmm. Um, he came across a book about the cult of the ancient dawn. He read in the book that, like, anyone who's a descendant they are automatically inducted into the cult. And not only that, but they get command over the other cult members. Because mm-hmm. he's directly related. And guess who's directly related in that room? Atticus, Atticus. right? Yeah. 
So, Unk does this whole badass scene where he's like, yo, I know what's going on with your cult. I read your book. <laughs> I read your book. I know how to command y'all. Yo, Atticus, come over here, brother. Come on, come on, come on. Tell these homies to leave the room. He doesn't do it like that, but that's my interpretation. Yeah. But Atticus is like, leave the room, everybody. I'll, I command y'all. And everyone's looking around like, wait, what? And it's like, leave. I command y'all because I'm descended from the so-and-so. And everyone leaves. Except for, of course, the main leader guy, yeah. the father. And he's all like, look, I'm not a zealot. I'm not overzealous. But you being, but them believing what you are is where my belief stops. In other words, everyone else may respect you, but I don't. So, yeah, kind of makes sense for him to say that. Exactly. So, they leave. They get their, they get in their car. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, He says, yo, where my pops is at. We pretty much tell him where his pops is at. They go back to that tower. They go into the basement. Didn't find his pops. His pops left his flask. Mm-hmm. But his uncle's like, oh, shit, let's he see. He never leaves without that. Exactly. But he did. But anyway, um, his dad was like, wait a second. Something's not right here. And then he thought about his dad's favorite book. The Count, the, um, what is it? Fuck, the Something of Monte Cristo. I can't Count remember. of Monte Cristo. Yeah, the Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah. And he's like, okay, knocks on the walls, hear a hollow wall, pulls open one of the rocks, come to find out his dad dug through underground. Oh. And then you see his dad go up above ground, like a few meters away. Um, but before they can go find him, they run to the lady with the dogs, and then they're like, yo, he has a shotgun towards him. He's like, yo, my dog's gonna love y'all tonight. And guess who comes in kicking her ass? Pops. No, Letitia. Oh. Yeah, Letitia, Letitia motherfucking right. Letitia motherfucking right comes in, is like, yo, bam, come on, y'all, let's go. So Letitia motherfucking right and her crew, so at this point, <laughs> just might as well what you call the damn show. Uh, <laughs> find the pops, find out where he dug from. Like, yo, pops, how's it going? And pops is all angry and badass and shit. He's like, he's all like, took you fucking long enough. No, as a matter of fact, no, no, he doesn't say that. I forgot what he says that. Axe is like, yo, Pops, I got your letter. You said you needed help. That's why I'm here. Pops is like, what are you talking about? I would not write a letter saying that I need help. Because I'm a badass and stubborn and old. Huh. Oh, all right. <laughs> so, I don't write, write no letter to you. Exactly. I wouldn't write no letter to you. So, what he does. So, Letitia's motherfucking writer is like, look. <laughs> guys, this is a great family reunion. I know y'all want to argue. But we need to get in this car and get the fuck out of here. Because we got a giant whole town who's tr- probably trying to kill us right now. Mm-hmm. So they drive off going like 60 miles per hour, which is, I'm sure is past the speed limit. But they run into an invisible wall. Wrecking the car. The cult leader drives up along with his daughter. And everyone gets out the car all beaten up and shit. Points the gun at Letitia. Shoots Letitia. Fatally. So unfortunately, Letitia motherfucking right has her ending there. No. Atticus is like, yo, why are you doing this? He cries over Letitia, like, damn, what the fuck's going on? Unk tries to help, but he shoots the Unk's feet, pretty much giving him a warning shot. But then he's like, look, come with me, and I'll make sure everyone's okay. But I'm gonna give you a whole nother warning. Which one of these people are gonna die before you come with me? They just shoots Unk. So, 
You fast forward to him naked, Atticus naked. They're watching over him. Letitia's fine. They heal up Letitia. She doesn't have a bullet wound, but she does have a bit of a crisis because, again, she went died. Through, yeah, you died. You yeah. went through the traumatized experience of fighting Lovecraftian dogs. Yeah. So you break down in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and even Unk gets shot, but he's not. it's not fatal as of yet. But he talks with his brother, talking about, like, how, okay, you need to treat your son better. Like, yeah, I failed in some ways, but you treat him like shit. And they have an emotional moment. And Uncle hints at that, like, this may not be your son. But he's the only thing that you, you're the only thing he's got. Yeah. They're, they hint that there was a prior conversation about this a long time ago. And that they wouldn't mention it, but he's mentioning it now because obviously it matters. The man may die. Yeah. So, Flash going back to Atticus. Again, Atticus is so pretty much the the cult leader's big plan is the fact that he's trying to get to the Garden of Eden. Trying to get to the Garden of Eden so he can have eternal life, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, he tries to do it again because he knows like the language of Adam, um, okay. which is of course. I, I know that was mentioned a couple times. I forgot exactly what it was. But the language of Adam will allow him to get to the Garden of Eden. But he needs the blood of the slave master mm-hmm. in order to do it. Because it has magical properties that will give him an edge to do it. Okay. So, long story short, they do the ritual. Axis is in pain. He gets, like, lasers and electricity shot out of him. And it opens the portal to the Garden of Eden. But you, then you see a pregnant black woman in the oh, portal. Oh, Possibly, we don't know who that is. Oh, it also could be. Uh, it could be his mom. It could be anybody. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think they're going to go that bi- biblical into it, but if they do, that's pretty cool. Because yeah. you already really have to talk about like biblical stories, biblical war, and all that. It's pretty right. cool. Um, and you see the in pretty much this whole chain reaction starts to break down the actual mansion. What happens is that. As Atticus is looking at whoever this uh, pregnant black lady is, she's, it's like, he looks at her like, wait, is that? Like, it's like, he knows who she is. Mm -hmm. Either she knows who she is, or he's like, okay, what the hell's going on? Either way, a giant shockwave shoots out from him, and pretty much turns everyone into room to stone. So pretty much all the cult members are dead at this point. Uh, Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. They all turn to stone. Yeah. So, pretty much the ritual stops, but the place is still falling down. So, everyone just jets out the mansion. Right. But, the lady is running out too. And how pregnant lady runs that fast, I don't know. But she was booking it. But, she's an illusion. So, when she got to the door, she stopped, looked at Atticus with this face like, yeah, you're going to find out who I am later on in the season. Then disappears. <laughs> <laughs> I love when, uh, when a look will just tell you exactly what... That look, yes. Just that look of... Yeah, you'll find out who I am later on. Right now, I'm going to disappear. Later, there's no point in me running with you. But one thing I did point out is the fact that, like, when she was running, because she was running ahead of Atticus. When she was running, there was fire behind her. So it makes me wonder, like... Because, okay, one thing I did forget to mention, which is probably a hint as, as to who she is, is that... The original mansion that was owned by the original slave master was on fire and the slaves ran. Oh. So it's implied that maybe she's like an illusion from when it was originally on fire. And that would probably be 
his mom who right. was a slave master. Exactly. But she stood at the whole thing like, yo, you'll find out who I am later. Peace! Because stories have to be told. The stories have to be told. And I have to be mysterious. I yeah. can't tell you what this is in the second episode. Haha. Exactly. So, <laughs> I, honestly, I wish the story would tell us like all that important stuff yeah. in the first part, just so we could be like, "All right, cool." So, when is the action gonna happen for when all this pops off? Exactly. <laughs> and then you just sit for like five episodes, like, "All right, this is all great." <laughs> exactly. But then we wouldn't have five episodes. We have like two. Then we can make money. Yes. We have to be mysterious. Have to oh, drag it out. I have that. to. I hate that so much. But spread out the plot. But the thing about. Because Lovecraft Country is a book originally, mm-hmm. and I was reading up. I didn't read the synopsis of each story, but the book has like several uh, intertwining stories in it. Mm. So like, if they're gonna do that, they're probably gonna hint back at her later. Because okay. I watched the beginning of the third episode, and that's going into Letitia and her sister, mm. and they're looking into this mansion on the north side of Chicago, I believe. It already says that like there were. Was it seven or ten? Either way, it was like a few black people that went to the north side of Chicago for pioneering. Mm-hmm. And they went to this mansion, but they never returned. That actually is a story for Chicago. Uh, there's some doctor who had a bunch of patients that were mm-hmm. mostly black. And they never returned from his place. So Yeah. Uh, so they're probably going to hint on that. Yeah. Like, Chicago has, like, a lot of horror stories that we... Oh. That not a lot of people absolutely. know. And they're like horrifying. This, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. So after that episode, they go into Chicago, and that's where I'm at right now. I wonder if there are any oh and uh, tours in Chicago. There are. There's plenty. There's a ton of them. There's a ton of them. Actually, I did go to the Congress Hotel one time. I did go to the Congress Hotel, but I went by myself. Oh, I went with my with my exes, and yeah, that place looked like it's haunted. Oh yeah, I I literally walked in. I was like, nope. Turn around. It's literally those hallways that you see in like The Shining. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those. I mean, it's not the same carpeting, but it's yeah. the hallway. It's literally the hallway. Like, if you want to make a recreate the Shining, you use that yeah. place. Yeah. But anywho, Unk dies. Unk dies? Unk dies. Oh, again? Damn. Yeah. That's He'll probably come back to life. Probably. <laughs> but the beginning I, of the third episode starts at his funeral, I assume, because mm-hmm. she's in church and she's has a dead stare. So, right. it's like, it implies that he's... His wound was fatal. He's not coming back to life. Unless some BS happens. Okay. Then you'll probably get some powers or something. I don't know. Anyway. Hoping, uh, you know, someone comes through with a thing down. Yeah, probably. Probably have Cloud come in the portal like, yo, this place is I, crazy. No, screw Cloud. He could have definitely saved her, and he didn't. He could have. And he didn't. He but did. she had to die. And he didn't. She had to die. Why? For Holy. So... Yeah, you have to die for Holy. Because then she has to get the live be in the live stream and be like, yo, live stream. We got to save these people from this meteorite. Because you know we want to blow everything up. And Holy, I feel and, like she could have done that outside the live stream. And the live stream was like, yo, we got you, dog. I, I feel like she could have nah, stayed around nah, until that nah, point. Nah. They may do that in, in whatever new, timeline we're doing right now. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anywho, Unk dies, goes to the live stream. No Phoenix down in this world because no. it's Lovecraft. He doesn't believe in Phoenix. No. There's no Gokus. Oh, I'm sorry. Shout outs to Jackie Robinson beating up Cthulhu. Nice. There's literally like a, um, in one of the first scenes of the first episode, mm-hmm. 
you see him like he's having a dream obviously so you see him fighting the war, in the war in the trenches and then he goes above this hill and you just see like aliens and shit and like Roman warriors fighting each other and then you see like um, Migos picking up people and carrying off somewhere then suddenly this lady who's all, in all pink zooms down in front of Axis is like yo Atticus let's go kick some ass and then Cthulhu comes up from behind them and then Jackie Robinson comes down with his baseball bat and slices Cthulhu in half somehow. I don't know how because it's a baseball bat, but fuck it, it's Jackie Robinson. He's like, oh. yo, Atticus, let's go. Jackie Robinson has the same powers as another bat. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. <laughs> and then Cthulhu comes back together and yells at Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson, Atticus, and the pink girl is all like, yo, let's kick some ass. Then he wakes up. In the back of the bus because he's black. <laughs> I want to know how high the person was who wrote this. I don't like, know. I, I really want to know how high. I believe Lovecraft uh, sampled in opiates. Yeah. Well, this, was by, um, this was written by this was written by some dude, Matt something. Oh. Black guy actually. Pretty cool. They, I still want to know what kind of drugs he was on. He wrote good ones. That talks to all the writers in that room. Some good ones. Some good shit. Oh, I, I've talked to a lot of writers. Uh, most of them were just drinking a lot or coke. Coke. Usually. Yeah. Yes. It's so. usually that one or the other or a combination of both. Good guys. Usually good booze gets my creative juices flowing. But anywho, that's the first two episodes of Love Car Country. I'm sorry y'all I went through the whole fucking episodes, but I want to test out my storytelling yeah. skills. How did that, I do? That was impromptu AF. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was good. Be honest. It was good. I don't like that tone, Brian. What tone? I'm not going to get a tone. What are you talking about? It was good. I will cut you. It was entertaining. <laughs> they won't find your body. They probably won't. I'll write in my death note saying, like, yo, you're going to die, but they won't find your body. Where did that girl die anyway? Anywho. Um, wait, didn't Mike do that? He did. Touch it. Yeah. One of the best characters in Death Note. Yeah, that sucked that he did it to her. That's when I was like, oh, like, you, you need to you die. You son of a biscuit. You need to die. He, it was true. And then if you read the Beyond Birthday book, she was an even better character. Because you had context about who she was and how smart she was. Yes. Yeah, yes. So that was a great book, actually. At least I, I remember it being a great book. Yeah. All right. Anywho. I just, I just know that light sucks. Anywho. He's a Japanese Zach Morris. Why is everyone Zach Morris Because Zach Morris is trash. God. Everyone whose name Zach is trash. Except for me. This has been the Night Shift Bandits. Punching out for the evening. Oh, we're not talking about three jokers? Oh, we are talking about three I mean, jokers? if you want to go, you can. Sure. You can go. You can leave. Uh, you can talk three jokers. It's yeah. cool. Did you want to talk three jokers? Or yeah. You wait. I'm good. Damn. Ah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, me yeah. too. Until just I mean, now. he he went on the whole. I'm in the whole story. Hour time. and. I damn <laughs> fuck. Hour talk. About I didn't even drink. No, no, it, was only, it was only a no. That talk I think was only like 25, 30 minutes. Probably. Oh, okay. Anywho, real quick, three jokers. Yeah. Dope. Dope as hell. Indeed. Um, so we got closure. Lots of closure. Uh, I, I, I'm Joker. still not satisfied though. Joker's the best therapist ever. Yes. Oh, oh. <laughs> also, the most jilted lover ever. 
Yes, you have to agree with that. I agree with that. Because I'm going to heal your biggest wound and be the biggest pain in your ass. Yep. Because I'm the Joker. Yep. And I killed the criminal, which is trash. Oh, my God. I like the criminal. I really like the criminal. I, I like the criminal. Oh, yeah. I remember well, looking at the criminal. He's just like... Yeah, he, he was the most serious one, though. Yeah. The comedian is... Who I thought the Joker was. Yes. Period. Like that's that's modern day Joker. Joker. And they say like this is modern day Joker. Yeah. Because he's like, look, those two guys didn't get it. The Joker is chaos. The Joker is the force of nature. That smart dude over there, he didn't understand what the Joker was. Mm-mm. The other guy, I don't know what the fuck he wanted. He got shot in the first issue, so who knows? No one cares. <laughs> Nobody cares about that guy except for Jason Todd, who got the wrong Joker. Or did he get the right Joker? I, they're still not clear on that. No, because the comedian is the one who shot Barbara Gordon. So oh, yeah, right. He so, right yeah, he killed the right Joker. Yeah. So, Joker's like, look, Batman, you and I have been doing this forever. We're going to keep doing this forever. I know who you are. You're Bruce Wayne. That's Jason Todd, Barbara Gordon. But I don't give a fuck who you guys are. I just want this to go on forever. Because if I tell people your, your identities, this is going to stop. That's always been his thing, though. Exactly. It has. He's on... It hasn't, it doesn't change the Joker at all. Like, this doesn't even, the the thing that I find great about this is that they said, hey, there are three Jokers. Mm-hmm. And then they go on this whole long thing to not really change Anything. much. So, <laughs> no, no, they changed something, but they didn't change much. But that's the thing is that, like, this is under the black label. Oh, it's under Dark Horse? Yeah, no, black label. Oh, black like, label. You know, okay, they right. have, like, a whole yeah, other label black, called Black yeah. Label, yeah. And the thing is that, like, this could be Ken, this could not be Ken. Because Red right. Hood isn't in his new suit. Oh, right. And Barbara Gordon... She's in her old Batgirl suit. Right, even Batman has a throwback. Yeah, he's got the yellow background yeah. on his... Uh, so, they could say this is in canon, or they could say this is not in canon. Because, mm. at the end of the day, they literally officially said that the Killing Joke Joker, that backstory is his actual origin. Right. That, that's Which the they've been, change that they made. Which, they've been playing around with that, but, I mean, let's be real. That's I think that's universally was, accepted. Yeah, that, that's what's been universally accepted since it came out. And I know so. people are like, oh, the Joker shouldn't have an origin. That should be multiple choice. I feel like, look, at this point, to me, it's character development. Just give the man his origin. And plus, the Red Hood origin is not a bad origin at all. It's yeah. not. It's actually a pretty cool story, a pretty good origin. It so, just give it to him. I, I personally think that, no, you shouldn't have the origin for the Joker. Mm-hmm. But... This develops much more, yes. and it is actually a little bit more interesting than not knowing anything about it. Because now yeah. you're thinking, okay, so he was this dude. Who was this dude? Yeah, exactly. Because you was, don't know who this dude is. Oh, you don't know who he is. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Someone does know who he is. He does. So, remember that one time in The Killing Joke where those two guys told... Um, that one guy to put on that costume. No, I'm gonna call him Jack Napier because that's the only name I yeah. think of right now. Where he told Jack like, "Your family died. It was an electrical accident." Come to find out, they didn't die. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, Bruce Wayne's been keeping them, keeping them hidden in Alaska, mm-hmm. and been checking up on them every so often. Yep. And if he tells anyone the Joker's real name, even if it's like his closest allies, there's a chance that someone will find out, aka the Joker, mm-hmm. and find them in Alaska. He hasn't even told Alfred. Hasn't told Alfred. He li- like, he told Alfred this. Because he lied to Jason and told Jason, like, look, yeah. if I knew the name, I would tell you guys. And Jason called it, too. He was like, you know the name. Yeah. You're Batman. You Batman. know the name. You knew the name a week 
into it. Yo, Ava Bruce was like, look, I don't sound like everyone else, but I'm <laughs> Batman. <laughs> I'm like, I'm Batman, bro. Of course what I know the, Of course name. I knew the name, Alfred. What the fuck is Bro. Yes, I knew it. I'm, I'm not telling you want to protect everyone. Bro, I'm Batman. No one, how come no one's beating the shit out of him yet? Because no one can beat the shit out of him. He's Batman. I mean, Bane has <laughs> once. the shit out of him. But that took a lot that took a, what, a week like straight. Hush fucked with him. Oh, Hush did do some damage. Yeah, that's true. And even the Court of Vows kind of fucked with him a little bit. Okay, no, no. What the Court of Vows did was amazing. Yes. Like, oh. the Court of Vows is possibly the closest, I think, to actually defeating. breaking and actually defeating Batman. Even did it worse than the Joker. Oh, way worse. The, the Joker is one dude. He can get over that. This is an entire society that he didn't know was in his own city that yeah. he claims to know everything about. Yep. For over a century. Do you think he knows the best Philly steak in Gotham City? Nope. The color of owls do, though. <laughs> Wait, so, like, guys, what are we having for lunch today? Um, <laughs> so let's go to that Philly steak place. They're great. What was it called? Uh, was it Pete's? I think it's called Pete's. Uh, I think it was called Willie's. No, it was, it was called Willie's. Was it Leo's? No, 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 no. It was Jacob's. Hey, Billy, what? What's that place in, uh, what's that place with the Philly state called? It was Billy's. It was it Billy's? It was Billy's. It was it Billy's. I don't know what accent I'm doing, but what is it? it was <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, Bruce Wayne is coming. Henry, Act official. Like, Henry, what oh, are you laughing man. at? What do you mean, what am I laughing at? I thought we were going to go get a Philly. We're going to go get a Philly. What are you talking about? Well, same thing you're talking about, I guess. What the fuck? Look, okay, Bruce Wayne's gonna be here in like 30 minutes, okay? We gotta come up with the maze. Billy's is just around the corner. We got plenty of time before that right. ass. But you gotta have a long Bruce line. Bruce Wayne is going to be here in 30 minutes. But look, we can't torture this man hungry. Look, okay, look, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna call in, beep, beep, beep. And you know, you guys give me your orders. We're gonna call in. That way we could be a fast service, okay? Okay. All right, you little girl, you make sure Bruce Wayne doesn't come in early. So what do you guys want? What was with the little girl? I don't know. I don't know, but that was a really weird part of it. Yeah, it was really weird. That whole fucking society is weird. I mean, yeah, it's a secret society that has lived under Gotham basically for... I mean, it's Look, basically—it's I mean, basically your typical elitist circle jerk crap, right? Uh, yeah. Look, at least they're not like sacrificing black people to get to the Garden of Eden, okay? Yeah. I mean, that's very true. All right, that we know. I don't, I don't no, instead they, they kept—they trained soldiers and keep them in incubation for centuries. Exactly. Yeah. Using. I mean, that's much better. And they some use like nickel or something to reactivate them. And up until the 1950s, most of them were probably black. Mm-hmm. Like, probably. hey. Hey, what's with those black talons over there? Oh, yeah, we don't touch those. Wow. They're... Wow. <laughs> they're... Well, you know... Uh, 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 they're black. They're, you know... They're, they're very... No, they're... Very unique and aggressive individuals. They're, they're antiques. <laughs> they're antiques, really? Shows his hand. Shows oh his black. Yeah. Like, oh, oh no. So, oh, no. Who let the nick I mean, who let the black <laughs> And it's like, it's like Duke was in there. Right? It's like, oh, these man. son of a bitches. Wow. Anywho, back to Three Jokers. Um, real quick. Why the oh. fuck didn't Jason Todd put that damn letter 
more scary. He should have put it more scary. He should have used two tapes. Like, and, the, and the thing is, Jeff Johns wrote that letter very particularly. He's like, look, I don't know if this will be canon or not. Maybe I can hit at this later on. Yeah. But... <laughs> That was very, very accurate on how well it was that very was accurate. It was very I don't know if this is gonna be canon or not, so Look, if, if you don't mention it. If you don't it, mention it, I don't want to mention it. Look, if you don't talk to me about it, I'm not gonna say nothing. I'll pretend like nothing's gone. We're just gonna walk away from this. Yep. And then it falls off the door and some janitor sweeps it up. Doing his job. Yep. That's not his fault. He was just doing his job. It's yep. Jason's fault for For not securing some some a note. To a door, or why didn't he slide it under her door? Exactly. Why didn't he slide it under? Why didn't he put it in her mailbox? He has all those skills, and he couldn't break into her mailbox. You're the same. Break into her house to leave it like on her bed. You're the apprentice. I mean, that's creepy. To the world's greatest, second greatest detective behind yep. Sherlock Holmes. Ah, mm. Mm-mm. detective champ. You're the you're the apprentice to the third greatest detective behind <laughs> Detective Champ. <laughs> and you literally used the flimsiest piece of tape mm-hmm. to wipe, not to wipe, to stick oh, this God. letter onto her door. Yep. It's probably all dirty as hell. You know how tape gets dirty and shit? It's super dirty. He probably like, didn't even bring the actual roll the, of tape with like, him. Exactly. Out of all the non-powered members of the Justice League, who do you think are the ones that could give Batman the best run for his money? Non-powered? Yeah. Best run for his money? Booster Gold. He doesn't have powers. His suit, however, does have powers. That's but true. But you can just put money in his face and he'll be done. I mean, Booster Gold kind of kind of got over that. Yeah, he, he kinda, is he like kinda, he the was, best superhero you've never heard of. Okay, it's yeah, fine. yeah, like he's he was like originally like just, and I think he still did for throughout the series, but I think he became less of a douche. Oh yeah, over over oh, time. I, I still and, think he's a douche. And his friendship with uh, Ted Cord made him much less of a douchebag. Of course, but um, poor Ted. Yeah. Yeah, three Joker's pretty good. But Jaime is pretty cool too. Oh, Jaime is pretty. Three Jokers, pretty cool story. Um, yeah, the, the comedian is hands down my favorite Joker. I still like the criminal because he's maniacal. He, he, he is maniacal and it hurts him to laugh. Like if I, like if I were to write a Batman comic one day, I would change the Joker into that and just do that for like five years. I, I would, I would actually have an amalgamation of all three of them. Mm, that could work. Just so you never know what the Joker is going to do next. But I mean, it's, it just shows to it goes to show like there have been different interpretations of the Joker throughout the years. Yeah. Like my interpretation is that like the Joker is as crazy as Batman is smart. That's why Batman can never get a handle on him. I, I have agree. talked to other people who said like Joker is just as smart as Batman. I, I just am not agree. But um, his insanity makes him. Yeah. Again, hard yeah. to have a handle on it. And just to show, yeah. like, throughout these ages, these characters go through different interpretations mm-hmm. and do different things to the point where, like, yeah, there pretty much is multiple versions of every single character. Yeah. Like, for instance, Batman had his happy-go-lucky face to the point where he wore a rainbow suit. I remember that rainbow suit that he wore just so he wouldn't be uh, mistaken for Batman. <laughs> <laughs> trying to remember those so stupid which was the third of those three the comedian the criminal and the who the clown the clown the clown the the clown was the first one to die and I was about to get hyped because there's a there's a page where they have like 
other people that look like the Joker and they have mm-hmm. their own different titles. Yep. We're going to find out those were, those were like the Jokers from the last issue that died. Mm-hmm. But there are a bunch of different Jokers in the closet. There are a bunch of different Jokers in the closet and it was hinted at that they were going to make uh, Joe Chill into a Joker. Yes. Just like in the Tim Burton Batman movie. Yep. So I was waiting for that too. I'm like, I, Yo. I was so waiting for that. And then what did Bruce have to do? Be Captain Sabahoe. Exactly. Like, but he forgave Joe Chill. Oh, and they held read hands. all his letters. They held, <laughs> <laughs> they held hands. And then he died. But it's cool because Joe Chill actually he, he really did not mean to ruin Gotham City. They actually like made him a deeper character by saying that like, look, I was pissed off and angry at rich people and I wanted to just for one, I didn't see their child there. For two, I want to rob them because they have money. They're rich. So, you know, rich people are going to be snobs, right? Mm-hmm. For one, he didn't know the child was there. For two... He didn't he, know it was the Waynes either. It was the Waynes. And he did research after the fact and found out the Waynes were actually doing good things. So he felt super bad about it. So this whole time, he was trying to write letters to say sorry to Bruce. But because of but, his uh, learning disabilities, yeah, uh, he wasn't able to... Yeah, and it's writing them because it's implied that he had difficulty going through school because he had a learning disability. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's I know what that, I know part. that pain all too well. Yeah, so I'm like, that's actually pretty deep because it shows that like, okay, you're just not some dude who shot the Waynes trying to get money. Yeah, you actually had a reason behind it, which you know, when it comes to criminals, yeah. I think you said it before, Brian. A lot of people have reasons and they go down the dark path sometimes. Yeah, yeah. we that's, all do. That's what happened to Joe like Chill. Whatever. Yep. Sometimes it just happens in life and he just takes a really bad turn. Yeah, yeah. so. One bad day. And then he was trying to tell Bruce. One bad day, one day at a time. Yeah, but he reversed his one bad day. He was yeah. like, look, I, he went to jail therapy, wrote those letters. He went to counseling. Mm-hmm. He did, did a lot in order to just Say know, sorry. try to help himself feel... Uh, confident enough to apologize to Bruce yeah. Wayne. Also, and he knows who Bruce Wayne is. Yeah, because I think there was there was one story where I'm guessing Bruce beat the shit out of him. No, oh. what he did was that I don't know if this story is canon or not, but I'm gonna just say it anyway. Um, there was a story they had a scene where Bruce actually visited Joe Chill and showed and revealed who he was. And Joe was like, "Yo, what's going on? Why are you showing me this? I could tell people." And Batman's like, look, do you really want to tell people that you're the guy who made who Batman? Made Batman? It's like, because everyone knows you killed the Waynes. And he's yeah. just like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's the same reason it's why. It's like in Brave and the Bold when like Joe Chill was like a mob boss. Yeah. And then like he told them, and then he told all the villains, and like, so you're the reason why that jerks around. Yep. Yep. Same thing as to why the why the Riddler knows who Batman is and doesn't tell anyone because of the fact that he used Rachel Ghoul's uh, pits mm-hmm. and if Rachel Ghoul find out Riddler used his pits, he's gonna <laughs> actually die. Yes, <laughs> and like the Bane also knows who he is. Yeah, but Bane found out for himself. Yeah, and is keeping it to himself. Exactly. I, I believe that every Batman villain knows who he is. Yeah, they just are just like well. Doesn't matter. Because it doesn't benefit them. It doesn't benefit them in no kind of way to tell anybody. Because in the end, they just want them all for himself. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like Joker. They they just want to say, I killed Batman. Yeah. For Joker, he's just the partner that he can't live without. Mm -hmm. For Bane, he's the ultimate prey. Yeah. The ultimate warrior. Challenge. The ultimate. He's in it for the chess game. Yeah. In in my opinion. That's what Mm -hmm. Bane is in it for. 
He's in here. He's in it for that. He's in it for the checkmate. I'm sure Poison Ivy knows because you know, oh yeah, Poison Ivy. Catwoman talk. <laughs> okay, Poison Ivy has to know, which means Harley Quinn has to know. Yeah, which means don't they kind of take the anti-hero route? I mean, they eventually do. They I do, mean, yeah, Harley, like the whole uh, Gotham City sirens do. Yeah, Poison Poison Ivy to me has really always been hey, an anti-hero. Yeah, she's just an eco terrorist. Mm-hmm. Fair. Shout out to her and Harley Quinn. Yeah, she also makes. Giant cannibal plants. Of course. I mean, some of which some of which gain sentience. Yeah. And they're sometimes actually and they're actually really to, funny. Yeah. They sometimes they are very funny. And <laughs> sometimes, you know, you gotta make some man eating plants to get your point across. Exactly. Oh yeah, kid quitted the first week. Very um, <laughs> <laughs> like, Where's the parents come looking for him? Unlikely. <laughs> Anywho. I love you, Ivy. I love you, Ivy. Yeah. So that uh, that definitely was a great story. Yeah, it was a, it was a great story. I actually really want to read it now. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because I know that there's some storyline uh, stuff in there that happened that was just really minor, but probably will be significant later on down the line. If it's canon. If it's canon. If that's the biggest thing. That's why I'm like I'm holding my teeth. Saying that, yeah. like, this may or may not be canon because they could easily say, like, okay, that's not canon, that's just the story. Right. Who knows what they did with the killing joke for so long until they finally broke. Well, then yeah. there is one person who took advantage of the fact that he found that they found out Batman's secret identity. Who? Oh. Dark side. Of course, it's Dark side. Yeah. Dark side doesn't care about anything. He has no fucks. At all. He's like, eh, I'm Dark side. Like, do, do I care who you are, Bruce Wayne? He could, he would, he's he, like, I can see him just going to down to earth and be like, all right. So, Kryptonian, Bruce Wayne. Uh, <laughs> Kryptonian, <laughs> Bruce Wayne, Amazon. Yeah, they didn't call them by their names. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why, why, why the only one name? Because I'm a douche. I just think, I just think it's like, out of all the people in the Justice League, the one person that he actually has an inkling of respect for is Batman. Yeah, yeah that's true. That, that's, that's probably the don't, reason why... Don't why, mind the Kryptonian uh, that punched you in the face, yeah. but Batman. Oh, wait. The one who shot you and killed you. Yes. Batman. Like, the, one, on. the, one who, the one who totally played you. Also, Batman. yeah, like, Apocalypse War. Yeah, no, Batman. No, like the one yeah. who totally like, straight up played him. Like, I can, like, dark side, just like... And it's like, well played. Don't mind the guy who just punched through a building. Hey, yeah, don't, don't, I don't. I don't even care about that guy who can punch through a building and go live on the sun for millennia if you wanted to. Actually, I like Homelander better. Where's that guy at? Yeah. Wrong like universe. Homelander. <laughs> I I would really like to see Darkseid or any aliens come to that Earth. Yes. Because I think that all of them would be like, Homelander save us, and he would just be like, <laughs> I was about to say like the black like the whole scene from Young Justice with Black Beetles intro. You are going to go easy on me. <laughs> yeah, basically that's. That, that's it. Pretty much. That's it. But then he's going to start eye lasering, and then they're going to like reflect off of it, and he's going to be like, oh, shit, and die. Yeah. Who, Homelander? Yeah. No shit. No, what's going to happen is that Darkseid's going to punch him through the court of Owl's building. Through <laughs> 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 Henry! Exactly. <laughs> like, Henry, no, we're going to get Philly's sakes. They're almost done. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Rest in peace, Henry. <laughs> Anywho, anything else about three jokes? 
Um. And riddles. I I, I think that's pretty and much wars. it. And wars. I think that's pretty much. Joker has been busy. Joker has been very. He had busy a war. Oh, he right. had two I wars. He took over Batman's suit. place. Yeah, yeah, and got his suit and left Batman broke. Okay, this is why mm-hmm. no one knows if that's going to be canon. DC really screwed up by like switching up their timeline. Yeah, like but Joker did what? Stuff. So with their timeline for their main timeline mm-hmm. for the uh, New Fifty Two slash uh, Rebirth, yeah, has been offset because of Watchmen, which was com- which which was also rewritten, rewritten, yeah, and just. Screws up everything else. Yeah, so what was going to happen was that... Well, to answer your original question, Joker... And there's a story called Joker War where the Joker actually took over one of Batman's suits and Jokerized it out of the small and everything. Oh, he took over Wayne Court. He did a whole lot of shit, but... And Batman Inc. He did that. Um, but what he's talking about is the fact that... So, all this was actually going was going to be like one big event and into DC Rebirth. Because... Mm-hmm. I remember Doomsday Clock was gonna take place in the span of a year. Yeah, and that took it's like been three two, years. Three years now. Yeah, I remember I got every issue of that, and I'm like, "This is a great story, but damn, it took too long." And then we're just now getting three Jokers because that came out again within that same year, or at least afterwards. Mm-hmm. And that was probably gonna be a totally different thing because what we forgot to mention was that the fact that he knows Joker's name contradicts what the Mobius chair told him. Because yep. he asked the Mobius chair, like, who's the Joker? Damn. Mobius chair was like, which one? Okay, this suit is awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's badass. It's a, it's a dope suit. It's a badass suit. Yeah, but... But, yeah. Once he asked the Mobius chair and the, and the Mobius chair told him, well, which one? They didn't say anything else. And yeah. that was supposed to be answered in the three Jokers. Yes. And it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, it was, but not through the Mobius chair. Yeah. Because Batman's like, yo, I'm Batman. I found I, weak. I batman this. Years ago. Years ago. Alfred, you should know this. Come yeah, on now. Well, Alfred. I like how Jason called it. He's like, if I, you know, if mm. I knew, I would have told you guys. Yeah. And it, he absolutely said that. And then Barbara was like, no, you know, if he would have told us, oh, he, if he know, he would have told us. And he was like, yeah, of course. Listen to Barbara. <laughs> looking over at Alfred. Shh, don't tell him. He's like, Alfred, you know. Yeah. Alfred's looking back like, Alfred's just uh, back there, literally sipping tea. He's like, I'm just gonna keep this shit to myself. Like Kermit. Yep. <laughs> he's like, that's none of my business. None of mine. Let me get some more sugars, please, in my British accent. Yep. I wonder how my friend's Henry doing. <sighs> <laughs> what if he's still doing that Court of Owls thing? Oh, man. That... <laughs> <laughs> we used to eat a lot of good Philly steaks together. Huh? Oh, I don't know what it is. What was that name? <laughs> Billy's. Damn. Oh my god, why? 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 <laughs> Anywho. Uh, okay. Uh, real quick, because we do have to head out. Yeah. Any other, anything else, gentlemen? No, that's it. We're, we're done. Alright, so. For the last time. Brian? This is the Night Shift Bandits punching out. Indubitably. And make sure you guys get enough WAP in your diet. Stop it. Seven days a week. Stop it. Wait, certified. Stop it. Certified. Stop. No, stop. Stop. Just stop. Just, just, just click it off. No, no, Thomas, stop. click it off. Just stop. Just stop. Just stop. No. Just stop. Just stop. No, I'm trying to stop it. Just stop. Click it off.